What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm Tim Geddes. This is the new face of video games. It's me. Blessing at AOEA Jr. We got the former and former Imran Khan. Howdy. And rounding out the table for the very first time on Kind of Funny content. No, I've been here before. You, you um, were here one time with Jared, right? With Jared, okay. we did like with a the whole wiki guide thing. Game guides. It's oh, yeah. fun. There yeah. we go. There we go. Yeah. IGN the old zone. face of video games. Samuel. <laughs> Very born. Thank you. How you doing, man? Thank you. Oh, I'm doing so good. We have an exciting uh, uh, week of uh, coverage at IGN because a bunch of people are out of the office, and so I'm doing all their jobs, so I'm here <laughs> not doing any of those jobs. You right. got to love it. You got to love it. What are you doing currently at IGN? I'm now? the managing what? editor, so I make sure uh, uh, everybody has the tools they need to do their job every day. So it's just making sure stuff hmm. gets done when it's supposed to get done. And I work with the editors-in-chief on all those uh, fun uh, bossy projects. There we go. There we go. But this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Uh, You can watch the show on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can watch on RoosterTeeth.com. You can listen on podcast services around the globe. Just search for Kind of Funny Games cast. Uh, We appreciate all of you. Uh, for watching or listening. And we also appreciate all of you Patreon supporters. You go to patreon.com slash games to get the exclusive post-show uh, to this show or you get the show ad-free. Also, you can be a Patreon producer like so many of you guys did in the month of January. Thank you very much for that. Shout out to James Davis, David Mintel, Muhammad Muhammad, the nanobiologist, Frank Furter, Talia Floyd, Jesus Barrio, Eamon Martin, William A. Nance, Billy Laporta, Michael Bradley, Robin Weiland, Tom Bach, Jordan Luck, uh, Julian Grutadaria, Max A. Blair, Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks, hey. <laughs> uh, Trent Berry, Jacob Plick III, Thomas J. Meehan, Sancho West, Sancho West uh, Sean I., Evan May, Stephen Ninsler, Elliot Kosh, David Norwich, Ben Woth, Adam Bankhurst, and... Evan Ballard. Oh, the list's not over yet. Uh, Keith Adam Lewis. Adam Bankers is a freelancer for of yeah, right? Yes, yeah. he is. He's yeah. fantastic. Uh, he's James been on Hastings. This, not this show, but he's been on Games Daily. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Quade Burnett, Casey Kern, Luke Pattinson, Travis Ray, and Joseph O. Yusuf. Thank you all very much. Do you think Frankie Muniz is watching and like he actually did 100% sub man, as Agent Cody, Cody Banks himself? Man. Yeah. What a Miracle in Lane 2. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what I you're talking about. There's some bad portable games about Agent Cody Banks. Yeah. Yeah, I bet, I bet. exactly. And that's what we're GBA, talking about today. I'm thinking. Yeah, probably GBA. Hey, what right? is this lane? I want to know what, what is this lane two thing. Miracle in Lane Two was a Disney Channel original movie about him being in a uh, go kart. Was this like post his appearance on Lizzie McGuire? Yes. Well, okay. What was the Frankie Muniz horror movie about a video game? You remember what I'm talking about? No, but there was probably a GBA that, game yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> it had the dumbest name. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I remember that like there was a scene where he was playing the game on a laptop. On a, in a van speeding down the highway. It's the dumbest fucking scene I've ever seen in a horror is movie. Is he a kid in it? or is He's, this a, te- like he's a teenager. Was this Agent yeah. Cody Banks? No, this was a horror movie for Stay sure. Alive. Stay Alive, that was it. Wow. wow. Never never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, no. You gotta love it. You gotta, you gotta watch it. The Go-Kart one sounds great, too. <laughs> the Go-Kart one is great. Okay. But today we are talking about iconic Nintendo handheld games. Now here's the deal, just to get ahead of it, I want to let you guys know, last week we did the the most iconic Nintendo console games, we saved the Wii U for the post show, you guys were upset about that. 
we heard you. We understand. We won't do that again. Okay. <laughs> Where is Virtual Boy going to fall between console Vir- and So that it's funny you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Virtual Boy will be the post show. It's not handheld <laughs> or console. Get ahead of it. That sounds like fun extra yeah. bonus content. That's yeah. not actually part of the whole thing. Okay. So just just to set it straight. Obviously, whenever you have issues with the decisions we make, let us know. Tweet at me at Tim Gettys. You can go to the Reddit. You can just let us know. We we're we're gonna listen and we're gonna adapt and we're gonna change. We're sorry about that. Totally hear you. Now. Back to it. Let's talk about some portable games. Let's talk about the Game Boy. Now, oh, well, Sam, actually, I want to yeah. define Iconic <laughs> for you say. because I was, we've had Fran on the show a lot mm-hmm. for this stuff, and you can imagine how hard this was. Oh, yeah, yeah. He loves those definitions. He demands definitions, but he will oppose your definition. Yes. Until oh. you get it right. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So we, we got it down to not a science, but a, a, something so, here that yeah. I feel pretty good about. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Famously and distinctively representing something. Instantly identifiable in relation to, whoa. So this system, so in like uh, identifiable in relation to the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color or Advance or whatever it is, mm-hmm. not necessarily about quality or sales, but those things could factor in and often would factor in because that's how this works. Yeah, the recognition can come from those things. Exactly, right? but it's well, not like we're not just listing the top five selling games yeah, on yeah. your system. One right? thing I didn't realize last time, it's famously distinctive. So last year, last time we tried to throw Superman sixty four into the N sixty four, which is not going to fit that definition because it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it also didn't make the list because yeah, it's I'm more, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't need right. to be exclusive to, but it does need to be tied to. So an example here is we put uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare mm-hmm. or Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare as one of the most iconic three sixty games, even yeah. though it's not exclusive. People associate it. I have this definite this discussion a lot about Resident Evil Four. Where it's like, okay, it was a GameCube game. It's a GameCube game. But then it game. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's best maybe on Wii, but like the GameCube is what I've always associated How, how do you feel exactly. about Soul Calibur 2? <laughs> well, is that a GameCube game? It, well, what, what, isn't the issue with that it, that a lot of people actually like the arcade version a lot? And that really? was like a variation on for GameCube? For two? Yeah. I mean, definitely not for one. One was arcade version was not that great yeah. compared to the Dreamcast version. Yeah, no. and the Dreamcast was definitely lead for that. I don't know yeah. about two. Because two, 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 two is, is the, that one the one that has the the, the characters. Yeah. For yes. Oh, so so Link that had Link. Yes. Yeah, that had Link. And then the other ones are were Hayashi and, and Spawn. Yeah, Hayashi and Spawn. Yeah, those are lame. But then the next one <laughs> were Yoda and and Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was yeah. like where it got more even. Yeah. Well, next one was PS2 exclusive. Then Yoda and Darth Vader. I think the fact that Nintendo worked on the arcade version, which was basically the GameCube version, and then also put Link in it. That's definitely a game. Yeah, game. yeah. You hear that, Fran? Uh, <laughs> then well, again, Fran was in it at the time, right? He mm-hmm. was covering all the things that I know came from him writing about them on IGN. Yeah, exactly. Now, he, he was arguing for Eternal Darkness, which is a great game. Oh, mm-hmm. man. But I don't know if that one holds up. It has those like uh, Resident Evil style camera angles and stuff like that. And it's really cool and scary. We shouldn't be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing is not necessarily limited to one per franchise. So for our Xbox that. original list, yep. Halo and Halo 2 both yep. made it. because I'm always that, a proponent yeah. of that. That makes PS2, sense. PS2, there's a bunch of GTAs that are probably better than every other game on that system. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That Those are the rules. Cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Game Boy. We're Can, starting now, with Is Game that Boy. Game Boy slash Game Boy Color? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah. Unless you guys make an argument against it. I, I feel like well, there's, there's two not... two generations, but yeah. They're the same. But Game really. Boy Color was like two years. Like It was like, what, 98 to 2000? 2001 was Game Boy Advance. It, it's just like, you know, right. Game Boy, yeah. that's, that those years where Pokemon was out, it was definitely on both, you know? Yes. And then there wasn't a lot of things that were like, you got to get this in color. Like, there were know. some exclusive Game Boy Color games, and one of them I'm going to suggest for the list, but I don't know that we Mostly should be Mostly augmented, them. right? Mostly augmented. The like DX series? There was a couple yeah. of notable exceptions, I believe, like Ghost Babble and uh, Pokemon Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Pokemon Crystal, you're right. Yeah. So before we get to those, was though, yellow? Yellow was not. Okay. Just yeah. augmented. Augmented, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can... Yeah, we can mine those. What, what, what are you saying, Kev? Like... Oh, you're right. That's a good call. That's a good call. So before we do the Game Boy thing, even, what is our history with the Nintendo portable systems? Hmm. Sam, let's start with you. Okay. I got the Game Boy on my, uh, what, I don't know, like 10th birthday or something, uh, the year it came out that, that, that uh, Christmas season. And I remember it distinctly because... Um, I wasn't a bad kid, but I could see through the wrapping paper that year, <laughs> and I could see like the, the the robot hands holding the Game Boy on the th- on the the box, and it was like you know Here that's a distinct memory I have of that year, which is great. Uh, and then of course I loved uh, Tetris and Super Mario Land, everything like that, and it just I loved the Game Boy. It introduced me to RPGs through the Final Fantasy Legend series, and uh, it's great. And of course, since then I've gotten everything. All, all the systems, DS, 3DS, yeah, I'm a all big Virtual Boy collector, too. Oh, okay. I, have, I have the full run. I just completed it with Nestor's Funky Bowling. <laughs> Imran, what about you? Uh, let's see. I remember my brother getting a Game Boy before I did. I remember losing my shit about that. So my parents bought me, or my aunt bought me one, like, at a KB Toys, just to stop me from freaking out about it. Uh, with Kid Dracula. I think that was my first game. Wow. Do you still have it? <laughs> I don't. I would imagine Do you know no. why you wanted Kid Dracula? <laughs> why I wanted that game? Yeah. Because that's obscure at the time. I even. really liked Did Castlevania. Like Castlevania? Yes. And so you knew. Mm-hmm. And that was the right choice because Castlevania Adventure is trash. Yes, <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, I bought a GBA in high school. I bought DS. Just I think it was the first handheld I ever bought with my own money. Then I, I pretty much bought every Nintendo handheld out there except maybe. I own a Game Boy Color. I don't remember if I bought it at launch or not. Mm-hmm. But it has a Were copy you a of Pokemon Lunar in player it. at launch. Not I at launch. Pokemon. I think I was at that point. I was playing Pokemon games on emulators, mm-hmm. so You're probably not. Probably not. Yeah. That's the gray <laughs> area. But Pokemon well, gray. the early Game Boy emulators <laughs> were really cool. They were. They had a little, uh, you know, the, the marquee or whatever around the Game Boy. It looked really pretty. I remember getting those up and running very early. Yeah, for you get Super Game Boy stuff on there, which mm-hmm. is like the. You know, that's the ideal. Mm-hmm. If you're going to yeah. play Mario, or Donkey Kong 94, you mm-hmm. want the Super Game Boy stuff. Yeah, I never played Super Game Boy in person until later, too. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't buy one of those. It seemed like a waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bless. Uh, so, I was a kid, like a child child, when, like, the Game Boy came out. Or not even when the Game Boy came out. I don't even think I was born when the Game Boy came 88? out. 89. Yeah, I was born in 94. Yeah. But I, when I was a kid, I had a Game Boy Color. Like, Game Boy Color was, was my entry point. Played a lot of Pokemon. Definitely was a Pokemon kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, for me, I had a lot of, like, strange games on the game boy so my family's nigerian and my parents would travel back and forth from nigeria and i remember them coming back from nigeria with cartridges that were like 120 wow. games in one <laughs> or whatever. Oh, those. i'd those. only heard about them at the time and now i pick them up whenever i see them yeah. yeah and so i had i had like quite a few of those cartridges which were like just a bunch of like random like I mean, Isn't it Mario Land like yeah, 70 times that? on there yes. with different sprites? 100% <laughs> yes. And so I'd play like a bunch of weird versions of Mario Land and like like a weird versions of multiple games. Like I think there was like a – was there a Castlevania game on Game Boy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think I had a weird version of that. The Castlevania Adventure. It yeah. might have been the, just the regular version because the regular version is really weird. Uh, yeah, well, I, I had like a lot of that. And then like I think I spent most of my time actually playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories. Yeah. yeah, dude. That was like my jam jam. Uh, but yeah, I had that. Uh, got had a Game Boy Advance. Uh, didn't have like any like the hundred and one Game Boy games for that, but I did. I did have like Stranger games. Like I had Pokemon, you know, which everybody had Pokemon. And I had WarioWare, and I had like a few of like the mainstream. Like, oh yeah, everybody played these games. But then I had like a lot of like I, I played Street Fighter on Game Boy Advance, which Whoa. was actually pretty the nice. The Alpha Port is actually surprisingly amazing. Yeah, I remember it was being it like Alpha really fun. One? Yes. I can't remember. I think that was the Street that NBA sounds port. about right. That came to yeah. Super Nintendo I just rem- really late too. I just remember yeah. using Akuma a lot. <laughs> That's all I remember <laughs> yeah, is like trying to figure out like how do like, how does Akuma work in this game. Um, 
but I had that had like a Tekken game on Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Tekken uh, Advance. I think there was like also Tony Hawk Pro Skater game I had oh, on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. THPS two. Good yeah. job with those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, like the early Ice Game Boy game. Of- yeah, the early Game Boy Tony Hawk games were surprisingly good for ports of console games. But yeah, the the weird thing about my Nintendo history is that I didn't have a DS and I didn't have a 3DS because I forget what happened at the time. I think I was like living in Nigeria. Or so, something happened to where my parents didn't get those for me, but I did like have other consoles and so I was fine with it. Um, and now I'm back again with Switch. There and so go. there you go. Yeah, I uh, was similar to you where I was like too young for the original Game Boy. And like when the Game Boy Color came out, like we still didn't have enough money to get it. Hmm. So I had to wait a little late for Pokemon. Like I didn't get Pokemon right right away. I got stuck. Like my friends all played it and then I played it like probably like six months later and that's why i had to choose bulbasaur so we could trade some yeah. bullshit mm-hmm. um was but, the cartoon like full swing and stuff of that oh time? yeah i was all in already like, i don't get and, it and, well i had played like i borrowed my friends like for a weekend and played mm-hmm. through but like i didn't have my own pokemon until like later but and i didn't even have game boy color even though it was out by that time uh, i had a, a blue game boy pocket and it was freaking awesome <laughs> um and uh, god the game boy pocket such a nice little yeah, size yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, the really game boy advanced down. sp oh yeah, yeah dude, dude. That cobalt blue i had a friend Woo! that had that and I was so jealous. I was like, dude, let me just play Spider-Man 2 on this real quick. <laughs> yeah. That's the definitive Game Boy Advance. It's yeah. so yeah. great. I, I love it, it so much. It, I love the micro for like how like unneeded and unnecessary it is, but the, the, the clamshell was so good for that. Yeah. Yeah, I went from uh, so I went from the Game Boy Pocket. I never had a Game Boy Color. Um, then I skipped. I got a Game Boy Advance on launch day, and I got a Game Boy Advance SP on launch day. I did not get the DS, um, but Alfredo did. And so, because I, I went PSP, he went DS, and then mm. we kind of just like shared all yeah. the time. I ended up winning out there because the emulators. But you were probably covering games during the DS era a little bit. God though, right? no. no, 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 no. I was in high school still. Then 3DS would have been okay. Yeah. 3DS, yeah. yeah. 3DS uh, was uh, I my first E3 I ever did was when the 3DS was announced. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then yeah, so DS I I, I didn't have until all the DS Lite that came after the DSi, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So DS Lite. Was DSi the first came. One. Later, no, yeah. So it was, it was I had light. the last one. It whatever. was light, okay. and then the DSI added some kick to it, so you yeah. could play some games with some ads. I had the DSI then, and then um, 3DS. And but the I, one. I didn't get a 3DS at launch. I waited and I got it when the XL came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Switch Day One, obviously. I got one at launch. Bad move. Yeah, not a great move buying a 3DS at launch. Mm-hmm. It's a little Steel Diver action. <laughs> little and Street Fighter. Bad Street Fighter and, and, and Hen Dogs and yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get picks. get into it. Game Boy games. I feel like there's two very obvious ones that are going to be I'm curious what their obvious ones are. Tetris. Yes. And then... I guess this is. I'm gonna leave this up to y'all. Like, how are we doing Pokemon? Because like, there are different versions. I think red, blue, yellow. I think red, blue, yellow makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. If we count it as one game, if we count it as one, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could almost see an argument to have red and blue as one, and then yellow, yellow as another. One. But I, I would almost say we should. Because like, it is a different. It's the same game, but like, I feel like yellow added so yeah. much if like of the anime stuff. If we're gonna do different Pokemon games, I'd probably throw in gold and silver over yellow. Honestly. Yeah, and then that's or my. If you do different Tetris games, we could add in Hatris. <laughs> I mean, Hatris. Yeah, I feel like it's Tetris with hats yeah. it came out on everything i feel like there's an argument we don't need to talk about that there's anymore. an argument <laughs> to include both gold and silver and uh red and blue similar to how we did the halos I agree. because I, I feel like both of them are like iconic enough to the con- or to the handheld i think that gold and silver should go on the maybe list yeah and that we'll I agree. Like, see how this works out yeah but i'm with that i think blue and red for sure yes on the list yeah that's gold and silver undeniable. possibly i already made the thumbnail for this video it's already <laughs> blue and red <laughs> um i feel other ones that we have to put in there legend of zelda Link's awakening mm-hmm. right yeah and we're almost done <laughs> yeah so that's the thing is like we're gonna go through we'll just name a bunch of them that might make it and then we'll you like know, make the arguments a little down it's funny like 
that system deserved a good Metroid, and it got a terrible Metroid. Metroid yeah, so it doesn't need Metroid two. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily put this in a top five, but if you guys, th- it did get a good Kid Icarus, and there's a Metroidvania style. I don't use that word normally either. It's just a Metroid like uh, a Kid Icarus game. That's really cool. Called you uh, and Myths Andy and Monsters. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but if nobody here has played it, it's not going to go to the iconic list. No. Also, because nobody knows what it is. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's it not iconic. iconic. Yeah, but so. Metroid Two kind of was, and Metroid Two kind of sold systems at the time, but nothing like Pokemon or Tetris. Yeah, right? exactly. And those are kind of the bookends of popularity for for the two eras of Game Boy. Like G- Tetris, I know, like you know, we all know Pokemon era a lot better, but in the era of Tetris, like everybody has talked about Tetris, and it was in everything. It was in movies and TV and everything, just completely ubiquitous, which I think is really cool. For, and the Game Boy being version, the same system as yeah, the Game Boy version. But yeah, but the Game Boy version itself kind of like transcended all of that. So yeah. even though it was yeah. everywhere, it was the one. It yeah, was, it was the preceded one that, on PCs and, and and arcades before that. Like Atari published it in arcades, so it's like the fact that Nintendo got the license, put it on a handheld, and put it on NES. But people didn't care about those other things very much. They just cared about the the Game Boy. Yeah. It was huge. And the story of how they got the license was like the most like insane story. Like in David Chef's game over to describe it, but basically like Nintendo executive went to Soviet Russia at the time to like negotiate for the rights for Tetris. Yeah, and there's some middle uh, people and stuff like that involved, which, you know, to this day are involved in the Tetris company that made those deals happen. But, you know, at the same time, like in that year, Sega published it in arcades in Japan. All right. Nintendo published it here and Atari published it in arcades here. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sega, Nintendo, nuts. and Atari all had Tetris for a license. Like, somebody played all those companies. Really yeah. yeah. I mean, awesome. I feel like it's kind of still like that, right? Because we got uh, Tetris 99 published mm-hmm. by Nintendo. We got Tetris Effect. That was, I forget Ubisoft. who published that. Was that you? No, that was that Ubisoft was Effect. Enhanced. Self-published. Self-published. Yeah, okay. self-published. Yeah. And then there was the what? Ubisoft Tetris. Ubisoft does the Disney one. Tetris Ultimate or something like that? Something they like they Tetris lost Ultimate the license. Yeah. was the Ubisoft one. They yeah. lost yeah. the license now, but yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. So yeah. Tetris, is still, Tetris playing. is still out there. <laughs> and that's called like... the Tetris Company. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they keep on, they keep on like, making remember, these deals. I very specifically remember like when I was a kid watching 2020 with my mom, and they have a, had a story about businessmen carrying Game Boys with mm-hmm. Tetris in their briefcases. Mm-hmm. It was like, this yeah. new thing is taking over the world. It's like, are video games the next huge thing? It's like, yeah, of fucking course they are. Wasn't yeah. there like a first lady or a president who talked about how much they liked playing Tetris on the Game Boy? Would have had to be been Clinton, I, don't know. I would think, Obama but I don't a know. Sticker on his I, I feel like it was <laughs> Michelle Obama. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Possibly, yeah. That's awesome. The funny thing about the Game Boy, though, is... It lasted so long. Yeah, it like was, the generation yeah, for it was like over 12, a decade. 12, yeah, twelve yeah. years if you count the color. And I, yeah, and I feel like you do count the cl- color. It's mm-hmm. like the color had it's, it's similar to like the new 3ds. It's like those are 3ds games. You don't count them as their and own. Nintendo thing. just didn't take backwards compatibility lightly at the time. They're really cavalier about it. So the fact that they they put out a, a variant system and then they said, oh, you can play your Game Boy games on it. That was actually a big deal at the time. Parents really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parents definitely. Are like, you want a new system? It doesn't play your old games. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a weird thing with Game Boy though, because the the generation was so long. But it, it does have these eras where it's like there's the early games, and then there was just like there was just a lot of games, and they weren't bad. It's not like the Wii where it was just like shovelware, shovelware, shovelware. Oh, but Game it's Boy like had tons of shovelware. It, well, it did have tons of shovelware, but like I feel like it also just had tons of good games. But like it wasn't until like '98 when things really started kicking up again mm-hmm. with Pokemon, That's and then right. the mm-hmm. Oracle games, and, and there was then, some yeah. excitement about uh, porting. To 
too uh, portable at the time, where it was like there wasn't a lot of you know there were other systems competing with the Game Boy, but boy, the Game Boy took off so much that like everybody's like, let's shrink our game and make it black and white, mm-hmm. and that totally took the world by storm, and that's why Shovelware happened. But like all these NES games and Super Nintendo games constantly got ported to the Game Boy, and those are things we forget about because they're by nature inferior. They don't have color. Uh, they have fewer buttons, and it just sucks to play them. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of the things that we're talking about, like, icon-wise, like, our, people loved ports at the time, and we don't care about those anymore. Mm. So it's yeah. interesting. So, so with that, some of the games that I think kind of transcended through that that were ports but enhanced and, like, made better on Game Boy, Donkey Kong 94. Yes. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah. It's the best version of Donkey Kong. Like, not even a version of Donkey Kong, but fundamental taking, fundamentally taking that game and making it a better thing overall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the peak of the series. I mean, yeah. after that, they went to minis and all this other garbage. Yes. There's a Mario vs. Donkey Kong game, which is pretty good. But like, yeah, the, the, it's you know there'll always be the amazing Donkey Kong arcade games for whatever they are historically and everything. But man, what a cool platformer! It's just like a great Mario game in addition to a Donkey Kong game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on from this though, Mario Land the series. I feel mm-hmm. like some of those need to get some type of representation. I would make the argument. For Super Mario Land 2. Yeah, six golden coins. Six so, coins. Yeah, Mario Land 2, it's, it's, a, it's the most Mario-like of the two games. Perfect Mario music. Land 1 is just a weird thing. Mario Land 1, while not a port of a uh, Super Nintendo game, felt like it was just trying to do Mario mm-hmm. portably, and it didn't do it well. Mario 1. Like it yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah. it had some shooter levels, which is weird. But it had no influence. Like, like By the time Mario Land came out, it was like Mario 3 was out and everything. So they're like, oh, we can have suits, and we can have really cartoony looks and everything. I, I just really like how much it did. I mean, if you see it now, it's so zoomed in and slow and, yeah. and all that stuff, but it's so creative. You go yeah. inside a giant robot Mario's guts in that game. Yeah. Mario Land 2, I think, is, is a great game, and I do think it's iconic, too. Introduce the, the Game Boy. And Wario. So throwing one on the maybe list is Wario, one of the Wario Land games. There are different kinds of games, though, which is what makes Wasn't there difficult. only one? There were on there Super like Mario two? Land three? On Game Boy, there were three. Super three? Mario Land 3 is called is Wario Land. World 1. But then the other Wario, ones are on Game so, Boy Advance, right? No, Wario Land 2 was really? a Game Boy game. Whoa. Wario Land the second one. Three? I missed that one. Was the Game Boy Color game, I want to say? It just kept huh? going, huh? Wario Land 2 was the most interesting one because it was that game where you can't die. No matter what you do, whatever enemies do to you, you just get set back slightly or you use it to solve a puzzle. Huh. So, like, let's say there's a thwomp. And in a Mario game, a thwomp would traditionally kill you. But because Wario is not Mario, he just gets flattened by it, which you to sneak through other par- parts of the level. Oh. Interesting. So it's, it's puzzles based on the platforming areas, but it's not reliant on you dying. And yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I would you recommend that any of those are, are iconic? I mean, I didn't even know they existed. I, think, I, I would put Wario Land 1 on the maybe list. See, I don't think it's going to beat the Wario Land, or Mario I, Land 2. I feel like when you look at the Mario Land games, it's like Mario Land 2 is so much more iconic than 1 or 3, mm-hmm. even though, like, 3 was Wario's game, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, wa- his first real game. Wario Land uh, came out 1994, and that was Super Mario Land 3. And then Wario Land 2 came out 98 for Game Boy Color. And then Wario Land 3 mm-hmm. uh, came out in 2000 for Game Boy Color. And then Wario Land 4 was for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So much Wario for me to dip back into. <laughs> I forget about these games. So a lot of land games on the game, but we had the, the Kirby Dreamland games, the mm. Donkey Kong well, land games. Actually, while we're still on that Mario train, I want to throw in Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. Like, I feel like that one's mm. at, at the very least worth mentioning. I would probably put it on my own list, but I could understand why, like, maybe overall it it's more Super Mario Bros. 1, but also, like, it's... So it's a very good version, I think, of Super Mario Brothers 1. I think that is a definite time thing for us where it's like, yeah. I also 
look at that game fondly, yeah. but it's not a very good like, version now, of Super Mario Bros. 1. Is it not really? That's how I played Super Mario They changed the physics a little bit, and it really upset people. They changed the aspect ratio, too. And the camera. Yeah, that's the thing. The aspect ratio kind of ruined it. But, like, I feel... And maybe this maybe this is a time thing of me playing that game as a kid and, and loving it so much that I like they added like weird features in there like there are like multiplayer stuff you can do mm-hmm. where you can comp- compete against other players. Yeah, uh, that's what I was looking for. It had like simultaneous co-op, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is like it's basically the like prototype for a new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah. And, no, exactly. and it was the forerunner of the porting all the Super Mario Brothers games to the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the start of that. Yeah. I I don't think we could put it on the iconic list, no? but it's I love that game. Um Game Boy Camera. It's weird. Yeah, that's funny. But I the mean, I feel are so good. I feel like that this it's this it, it when you're talking about iconic, it's like that was a thing that when you people think about Game Boy, it, it comes up in their minds. Like I those bought commercials new old stock and... rolls of paper recently <laughs> for the printer. I don't know if they were. It had a really cool thing where like, or not cool, I guess, but the error messages if you didn't like slot something in correctly were like fucking frightening. Like just weird sounds and like weird pictures of me oh, and Moto's like that, face right? melting or something. It, yeah, it's strange. That's wow, funny. that's weird. But the Game Boy Color was like I think a moment. Like I yeah, remember. Right. What 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 is it for besides taking pictures and giving them to your friends? There's games that it would tie it into. Right? Yeah, it was like those weird little like I wouldn't. They're they're games, but like it was just kind of like. Th- Old school Instagram filters, yeah. essentially, is okay. what there, it was. So mainly a, for printing stickers, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, There was a canceled Perfect Dark uh, thing with it, where you were supposed to be able to take pictures of your like friends and family members, oh, yeah. and then like put them on faces mm-hmm. in multiplayer matches, and then someone was like, hey, someone's just going to take a picture of their teacher and shoot them. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we can't do this. we got to cancel this thing out, so... That feature, I think you can hack it out still, huh. but there's like no real way to get it to work. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Any other games you guys want to throw out there? Metal Gear Solid. Ghost Babble? Yep. There we go. Wow. It is a fucking fantastic game. Honestly, it might be one of the best Metal Gear games. It's just nobody really played it because it was like, like a 99 Game Boy Color game. Yeah. That's my thing is like, I don't know if it would make an iconic list because it, it does feel kind of forgotten about. Yeah, it's like very obscure. They made, it's dope, though. They made Donkey Kong countries that I never experienced. Yes. Yeah, the Donkey Kong I, I, I played those. Are any of those standouts? No. no. They're bad. They're they, not they good. They were bad ports. They're not, I remember, like, I, I recently I went back, actually, because I like going back and listening to random video game soundtracks, mm-hmm. and I went back. I was searching for the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. It's, it's fantastic on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And the Game Boy version started to come up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did play this on Game Boy. I went and listened to it, and I was like, this is terrible. You like, you guys should listen to the Donkey Kong Country Game Boy soundtrack. Yeah. It is offensively game, bad. It's bad. The Game Boy <laughs> Advance is it like cool one chip tuny though. Is it like no? It's like it is. It's chip It strips but... any of the soul oh, from the okay. other. Because the Game Boy has some versions. pretty good sounds. It's yeah. Stereo. Like they yeah. did a this good game's job. Not Sometimes a good I hear a Game Boy soundtrack, no. I'm like, wow, that's on Game Boy. Yeah. No, and the Game Boy version of Donkey Kong Country just looks like the whole thing about Donkey Kong Country on on Super Nintendo is that like it looked different like at the time it looked amazing because they went for a different style graphically mm-hmm. and then like yeah the audio stuff was fantastic and like the soundtrack was fantastic like the whole presentation mm-hmm. of donkey kong is fantastic and having that game on game boy like any part of the presentation that was great was just stripped back <laughs> and just did not work and so mm-hmm. the, the core game was there like the game played like like donkey kong but it didn't sound or look or like present like donkey kong mm-hmm. and so it was kind of ruined in a way they, they didn't actually recognize that music problem at some point because like when they did donkey kong country 3 on gba they had david wise recompose a new con- soundtrack so like that soundtrack oh, wow. is completely unique for the that's game boy awesome. advanced hardware that's great did you guys ever play alleyway 
No. no. Yes. That's an early Game Boy game that's a, a that's a based on Breakout, which is, you know, you move mm-hmm. a platform and the Steve Jobs design game where you bounce a ball off bricks. Yeah. But <laughs> Nintendo made it and all, so all Mario the comes designs in the beginning. Nintendo. And like if you were like saying like, oh, the perfect puzzle game ever about blocks is on Game Boy and it's Tetris, like this is like it's its brother. And a lot of people mm. bought it at the time for that reason, I think. Also, shout out to Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Duel Stories. Not a great Yu-Gi-Oh! game, but it's the one I play. <laughs> and now now jumping off of that, mm-hmm. a game that I do think is iconic to the, the Game Boy, but I wouldn't put a top five is Pokemon trading card game. Oh, because that was a, a cool. game that like jumped off of the Pokemon craze, took the card version of it, and then made an excellent RPG out of that. Yeah. That yeah, game I was is going to bring most... up RPGs. That yeah. probably is a, that and Pokemon are like really good examples of uh, portable RPGs. For I've sure. never seen a game more blatantly cheat than that game. Because <laughs> like every like, it'll be like ten coin tosses in a row that will all go uh, against you, oh, okay. no matter what. Yeah. So Sam, I, I kind of have a, a blank spot when it comes to a lot of the the, mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, the... so there's there's some, there's a really amazing one that that I don't know. Like we were just talking about this Final Fantasy Adventure, which is actually mm-hmm. the first Secret of Mana game, uh, perfect uh, game about you know stabbing monsters and exploring Zelda style. So it's a Zelda clone, uh, really wonderful game. And then there's the three Final Fantasy Legend games, which are. Uh, yeah, they're obnoxious and, and old feeling, but like you know, that, that we didn't have much else at the time. They're all like Final Fantasy one mainly one, two, three. Uh, I wouldn't recommend any of those. But Adventure though, that is a killer game that everybody should play, and it's in the recent Mana Collection. Do you think that it's iconic to the Game Boy? You know, it's the problem with all Final Fantasies is that I would say you know Final Fantasy one, four, and six of that era are the most iconic. And nobody ever mentions this, so like I already know which ones from that era are. And Game Boy, it's hard to say. Yeah, we'll see uh, what people write in and talk about. It. I know mm-hmm. if Jared's listening, he'd back <laughs> me up on FF Adventure. Uh, the Zelda Oracle games, I think that's another situation that is similar to, to Pokemon, where I'd count them as the same, even though they are different games. Mm-hmm. Um, but These I games feel are amazing. they're amazing. Yeah, but I I think that Link's Awakening is in such a different league in in terms. It of got lucky because it got iconic. a reissue this year. Yeah. Well, and also it had a reissue for Game Boy Color. Yes, it mm-hmm. did. You yes, know, it did. Oh. It's being kept to top of mind. I don't know. I'd be. Uh, it's hard. There was one it's of hard those with the Pokemon games. Like we got to choose a spot that has either Pokemon games or Zelda games. At this point, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like there was one of those Oracle games that was supposed to be a remake of Zelda One, and I can't remember which one it was. But like you could see where it starts to diverge. That's that's the kind of way I want remakes to work. Of like. This is kind of like what I think it is, but actually now it's going to be totally different towards the end. Mm-hmm. There used to be a whole third game in that, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the connection between those games is really fun. You take these like chains of codes based on your name, so they're not unique unless you use somebody else's name. Then you can get them off you know, online on IGN.com. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then uh, you, you take those and you put them in, and you have like a new game plus type thing in your other game. Like It was really interconnected and cool. Yeah, we get remakes They're beautiful those. also. Yeah, so so much fun. Uh, but okay, now let's let's start uh, wielding this down. So Tetris is on the list for sure. Yes. Mario Land 2. Sure. For sure. Pokemon Red and Blue for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Link's Awakening for sure. Yeah, so, so we have that slot. We have <laughs> one more spot. I think Gold and Silver go there. And I don't I'm even like you. those games. What's the rest like, on that? Well, you don't, you don't, don't like, like those games? Silver? No. Wow. I think the Pokemon go downhill from from the first one. Oh, I've never Gold heard anybody say that ever. Top yeah. tier, man. I mean, I, I'm I respect saying it. the actual <laughs> pocket monsters are lame in it. Oh, the actual Pokemon? Yeah, like the 151 are like amazing. And I oh, thought they were, mm. I can't even name one from those games anymore. Oh, man, I dude. I, I would argue. Starters. I get it, but like I would argue that the 251 are like 
Yeah. There, there. I, but I, I feel like that's me. Like, I feel like that's me with every generation. I feel like with every generation of Pokemon, I can name less and less. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I, I feel like that's me also. Go. Like, and is the, that Pokemon uh, bonus? Yeah. <laughs> and then the, um, uh, uh, you know, of course, I watched the anime a lot during that time, and like, I never saw an anime episode that even featured that second season. So I the just don't think I was into Jones. Pokemon. Oh man, man. it's a whole yeah. new world to be in, man. So what, what was else on the maybe list besides? I remember that Ho Oh tease. That was weird. In episode one, um, so Metroid Two. Pokemon Yellow, but nah. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland, Metal Gear, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Final Fantasy Adventure, Zelda, Oracle of Ages, Donkey Kong '94. Uh, I think Donkey Kong '94 well, is a good one. The only okay. one that Game I see. Camera. Yeah, that's the only one that Donkey Kong '94 is the, the more only fun one that's list, competing. DK '94 could be in there. Yeah, you mind, DK '94 was a huge push by Nintendo. Like they launched a Super Game Boy with it. So DK94 was their big thing of, hey, yeah. you can. these are not only handheld games, they're also console games. It graced the cover of Nintendo Power in a heavily Super Nintendo area. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a best list, I could see putting like 94 in gold and silver, even like with that, taking, then taking off blue, blue and uh, the and other blue. color, yeah. <laughs> red and blue. Gen uh, 1, Gen 2. Yeah. yeah, but as far as like iconic, then I think it's, you had to put gold and silver on there before 94. I, I agree. What if we replaced Mario Land with Donkey Kong 94? I don't think you can. It's. I would recommend people go play it now. But that's a different. Topic. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's yeah. different. So I. I feel like we should. We should vote then on Donkey Kong ninety four or Pokemon Gold or Silver. Mm-hmm. No, Who, you guys can have Gold and Silver. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I totally get it. I would I, go with is, either one. Yeah, like, it's I'm, close. I'm, I, it's definitely. Yeah. I think five and six. The fact that we've talked about it in this way gives yeah. me hope. Mm. Okay, so Pokemon Gold and Silver making the list. Moving on to the Game Boy Advance. By the way, we got a, we got away with what like nine games there. Because of the extra colors, yeah, so it will exactly. be so much easier. Game Boy, <laughs> top nine. Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Start us off, Imran. I mean, we're gonna end up having this conversation a couple of times, but Pokemon Ruby Sapphire. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it just get worse. <laughs> so Ruby Sapphire, definitely. The question I have is, Fire Red and Leaf Green. <laughs> The first oh remakes. shoot! I forgot. I forgot <laughs> those came out on Game Boy Advance. Yes, they did. Oh, are those good? Yeah, yeah, they're, great. they're awesome. It's such a good Whoa. idea that they did that at the time too, because it made it so much easier to get all the Pokemon you want. Exactly. I would say they're on there, but I'm I'm down for talking about it way more. You know what we fucking forgot for the Game Boy, Mario Golf. I I didn't forget it. Just I didn't golf. I as- Mario Golf. I, I do oh, for the Game Boy Color? associate yes. Mario Golf with the Nintendo 64 a little bit more. For me, it was the Game Boy Color because of that RPG mode, yeah, which was great. Camelot, yeah. man. But I guess like it wouldn't get any other list. But just want to throw that out. Shout out to yeah. Okay. okay. Um. I'm going to say Metroid Fusion. Yeah, I was mm. going to go straight Metroid. But I think Zero Mission, Zero Mission is, I think is the... Is, you shouldn't, yeah. I mean, that's the problem with this, is that they came out so close to each other. I think more people will probably recognize Fusion. But yeah, that, boy, my, Zero Mission's a better game. My thing is Zero Mission is a better game, easily. Yeah. I, I freaking love Zero Mission. But I think that the, the suit from Fusion was so... It, and you know how uh, know, like Zero Crash Suit Bandicoot, Samus is pretty pretty on the tip of the tongue. At this that's point. true, but you know how Crash Bandicoot like screams nineties. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Fusion Suit screams <laughs> Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It was the right color scheme and everything. I just feel bad because Metroid Zero Mission's got it all. And then there's the Castlevanias. And then there's the Castlevanias. Is that Aria of something? Aria of Sorrow, which is the best one, I would say. Yes. Yeah, I think people go with that. Well, because Circle of the Moon is not like those ones. Yeah. And then there's Harmony of Dissonance. Mm-hmm. Maybe is the Wait, other one. Wait, that's the DS one? Harmony no, of the Dissonance DS one is was called a Dawn of Sorrow. You're right, because yeah. the DNS. And then Order of Ecclesia, <laughs> and then Portrait, yeah. or Portrait of Ruin, and then Order of Ecclesia. Yeah. 
Yeah, I kind of feel like Aria of Sorrow is the, That's the is, one. Is People always say that. And that one has uh, Alucard as a main character and stuff like that. There's, I'm looking through this list. There's like a shit ton we still like have to... Yeah. Golden Sun. Yeah, Golden sure. Sun. Golden Sun, I think, is is on that damn list. I know people, Advance Wars. you know, that's their favorite game of all time. Advance Wars Advance is Wars. perfect. WarioWare. WarioWare Twisted, right? I would go first one. I would go the first one also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twisted's good. It's really good. I think first one's more iconic there. People didn't used to think, we were just talking about this ahead of the show. It used to be all Twisted. Everybody said Twisted's the one to do, but I, I've been sliding backwards <laughs> myself. <laughs> Love the first one. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I, I feel like... That's it, a PlayStation game. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Even though it's a different game, it's like... Well, I, if you I, had to choose one, I mean, Advance Wars, people are going to... You know, well, that's, that's the one, right? One that I don't know is going to make it, but I at least want to talk about is Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that one's definitely iconic, but that might be top 10 and not top 5. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that, like, it... There was something about it that helps it be iconic, but not necessarily in a good way because it wasn't Mario RPG and people wanted Mario yeah. RPG. Mm-hmm. That was me. I, I was like Paper Mario. Yeah, I was a like, Paper Mario person coming into it. I was like, I get what this is, and it's cool that they're doing like really fun things with these characters. But at the same time, I'd rather just play Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. No. I don't. Again, I don't. Yeah. No. I don't know, man. I, I mean, like first Kingdom Hearts it. on. On Nintendo platform, but it was also the second Kingdom Hearts ever. Like, yeah, but it, I mean, it, still, that, wasn't that was like, like a. Is this a tough crowd for Kingdom Hearts fans? No, I like Kingdom Hearts a lot. I, yeah. I think Kingdom Memories is better on PS2, and also it still sucks. Yeah, it, it does suck, <laughs> but th- that's not what we're asking. I, I think it's fine. I think it was very cool that they had FMV on the GBA, but like, I think we get through fifty or fifteen other games before we yeah. get to Kingdom Memories. That's the thing. Is I think it's noteworthy, but I think there are definitely a, a lot of other games that would come before it. I feel like the, what I was saying about the Game Boy library being like so vast but like so just good i yeah. feel like game boy advance has a lot of great games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and like very few perfect games well it was <laughs> weird because it's like if you look at what nintendo themselves did for it it's probably their least hands-on system because they've put out more first party software for almost every there was no original mario for game boy advance which brings me to my next topic yoshi's island super mario advance not a great game everybody had that game it was the super mario advance game yeah. yoshi's island mm-hmm. mm. That was like so big. It sold my little sister on a, a Game Boy Advance. She never played a game in her life. Hmm. That game was that's so everywhere. I mean, Yoshi's Island, probably my favorite game of all yeah, time. I mean, they ruined Yoshi's Island for it. They did with the it sound was effects. Everywhere. So you think Mario that? World is it? Or Mario 3? Well, um, I don't think any of the Mario's on the side. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that this Man, is Man, Yoshi's Island was so big on GBA. I, I can't even think of owning a GBA without Yoshi's Island. Huh? I wonder why. It had a whole second life. Then, I, I they feel pushed like I remember, it hard. I feel like it was I remember cover commercials. Power. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember commercials for it and being yeah. like, yeah. I mean, and I the same for Donkey Kong. For hey, all of I those. think it was a lo- really near launch. No, Yoshi's Island was late, late, late. Was so, it? The launch was Mario 2. Yes. The Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Super Mario yeah. Advance. Super Mario Advance 1 was Mario 2. Super Mario Advance 2 was Mario World. Super Mario Advance 3. Three was Yoshi's Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Advance Four was Super Mario Brothers Three. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that e-card, one added the e card stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to throw out cool what Nintendo thinks the essential GBA games are based on what they put in the Ambassador Program for the 3DS. Cool. Cool. So F Zero Maximum Velocity. No. Okay. No, that's not. Cool. Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance Three. Mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Minish Cap. Yeah. Minish Cap. It's great. Fire Emblem The Sacred Stones. Mm-hmm. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. No. Mario Kart Super Circuit. Mario vs Donkey Kong. WarioWare Inc., mm-hmm. Metroid Fusion, Wario Land 4. Yeah, mm. they nailed a lot of them in there. Can I say something controversial? Go for, Go it. for it. Mother 3. Yeah. Hmm. 
you know what? It's definitely been talked about. That's a lot. Straight up. But my thing I should have never played Mother Three. Is I feel like more people would associate it with just the emulators. With yeah, because yeah, like current I've, systems, even though it's not on them. I've played quite a bit, of, quite a bit of Mother Three, but like an unofficial translation, like most yeah. of us have. Mm-hmm. And people want that game. Like it, yes, but I don't think they associate it with GBA. I mean, it was only on the GBA though. But I feel like I yeah. feel like there's more people now that just want it just because it is, because they know it exists. They know it exists than associating with the Game Boy mm. Advance. <laughs> yeah, I think iconic is a harder thing to do for that one. Yeah, I'm telling you guys about Yoshi, you don't believe me, but I, I was there. I Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember trying, I was like, "Oh, this doesn't have enough buttons," and I stopped playing. I kind of <laughs> loved it because I loved the. Uh, the trigger, like the shoulder buttons being used for the yeah. like aiming the egg, mm. and like that wasn't how it was on Super Nintendo. And I prefer mm-hmm. the Game Boy mm-hmm. version in that respect, not in any of the other respects. Although they had bonus levels that were extremely difficult, mm-hmm. and those were a lot of fun. Um, did we so, put Minish Cap on that list? Because I do yeah. we, or it's, do we? The uh, problem is it came out around the Oracle games, and those were better. And so no, it's, it's World really Games tough. were years earlier, right? No, Minish Cap would have been two thousand right on the heels of it. I mean, that, that, I think it was like a six-year difference. Minish Cap would have been two thousand four. Wasn't a six-year difference. <laughs> I think yeah. it was. Minish Cap must have been two thousand three. It's later than yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Oracle I think. games are in the two thousands. Were they? Yeah, I thought it was ninety nine. No, they're like two thousand one. Minish Cap it's came a, out in two thousand four. Yeah, it's the same team, so they could not have come out that often or that quickly. But that's the thing. Capcom only had that license really briefly. They had, they churned out those games. Hmm. Figuring it out, but uh, Minish Cap, I don't think the Oracle games were 2001, so they're three years apart. Oh, oh. wow, hmm, yeah, the there old guy knows what's happening, <laughs> he was there and buying those, those years, blend, they, they blur together. Three years is not a short amount of time, so. it is for three <laughs> Zelda games. Yeah, I mean, Capcom, there was a weird part in like 2000 2006 where Nintendo was like really fucking heavy on Zelda for no real apparent reason, I guess because not on Ocar- GameCube, Ocarina did so well, mm-hmm. but. I mean, they had two Zeldas on GameCube. That's not a yeah, not by then. Yeah. Well, they were just getting out Wind Waker, and then uh, they did their horrible Four Swords games. So I like sad. the GameCube. Four Swords were dope. The, ga- the <laughs> GameCube hey, was fun. For Game Boy Advance, does poke, uh, this, uh, Pac-Man versus count? I don't know that it would make the list, but like, God, it was it was a it moment. was a whole E three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, infamous, sure. Um, so, okay, trying to narrow this list down. The ones that I have bolded right now are Golden Sun, Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow, Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, Ruby and Sapphire, Fire Red and Leaf Green for Pokemon, and WarioWare. WarioWare? Oh, WarioWare, not Wario Land. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Any others? Oh, that Fire Emblem, there... I think, should be one of those. Um, See, my, I have an argument against you have to it. choose between that It and was the Wars. first American Fire Emblem, yes. right? Nobody played it. Nobody gave Lots a shit. Lots of people played it. It was a massive no, success. I Fire Emblem was only relevant by. in Smash Melee or later with Awakening. Yeah, they wouldn't have brought Melee games like, over at that this? point. If like, they they didn't want to bring it over. No, they didn't before that. They they thought about cutting Marth and Roy from Melee for America. Yeah. But then they left them in. They're like, hey, why don't we make it a game simply for America with introductory chapters with a character who's related to Roy. Mm-hmm. So they made that game. It succeeded for quite a while. Then I think around 3DS is when that series started dipping again. No. In terms of, no, in terms of popularity. That's no what, way. When no, they, no, awa- no, 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 no. Awakening hold on, hold on. is by awakening. far the biggest. Before fire. Awakening, I mean. Because when they made Awakening, they're like, this is going to be the last Fire Emblem game if this doesn't succeed. Yeah, I mean, the GameCube one flopped. I feel like Fire Emblem on, on GBA just flew under the radar. I don't yeah. think it flew under the radar at all. I think it was one of the GBA's accessory. 
Advance Wars is dead now. Well, I'm not saying like I'm just saying as a GBA game. I feel like Advance Wars was way more iconic for GBA than than Fire Emblem on the GBA. All right, neither of them are on the list. Are you happy? I would put both of them on the list before I put neither, but. All right, hold on. So closing it out then. Let's see. How many do we have on this list? We got. We have a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This actually might be worse next generation. So too. we need we need what to about cut three. And Aria of Sorrow. Aria of Sorrow is there. Okay. I feel like it, uh, some Castlevania representation has to be there mm -hmm. for GBA, and I think that's the right one. Pokemon for sure. Pokemon for sure. It's a question of is it both of them though? Yeah, that's the for me. It's Ruby. I put six hundred hours in that game. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby for sure. But the question is, is Leaf Green and Fire Red on there? I as don't well? think so. I I think so. Like, I don't think it's, it's iconic to the like, GBA. I think it's like, oh, that, that was one of those Pokemon remakes. But yeah, I mean, but it was, like, it was, it was like the first one. remake, though. Like that was, was the thing. It was like yeah. it was the first time, and it was just like, oh shit! And like being able to play those games again in <laughs> those I would say it's HD on there. graphics. Then, like, I think it's clear we're just going to pick Pokemon games for all five. So why don't so you we, guys just do it? I think so. I think we so, might though. not for next generation, the generation after. <laughs> um, Metroid Fusion, I think, is there. Golden Sun, like, guys, I, this I, this is hard yeah. to cut them, man. <laughs> can we can we Golden vote Sun on was obscure but beloved? Mm -hmm. yeah. Can we vote on Fusion versus Zero Mission? Yeah. Okay. Well, Fusion, I, mean, I think, I think is the Fusion. more popular, like, around town one. I mean, I Zero think Mission's Zero Mission is the, the more popular one because, like, really? like you said, Zero Suit Samus is, like, the it's more the iconic best. look of that character. Yeah, is that because of that game or is that because of Smash, though? It's because of Smash. She's in Smash because of that game. Yeah. No, she's in Smash because Sakurai's a pervert. Who votes for Fusion? I would go for Fusion over Zero I'm going to go for Fusion, but I don't like it. You're... Okay. Me here, Sam. Terrible Metroid game. I thought you were going to vote with me, which is why oh. I mentioned the vote in the first place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would have, but it would have been um, a tie, and then we would have been here all day talking about it. Yeah. So then, then we got. We have to start. Wait, does Kevin some. get to break ties? No. Okay. We just gotta hope we don't have ties. Uh, so okay, which of these should we get off the list? Golden Sun, Castlevania, Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, WarioWare, Fire Emblem, Fire Red and Relief Green. Fire, Fire Emblem. Red and I think Fire Emblem needs to go. I would put Fire Red and Leaf Green out first before I put Fire Emblem out. I, I would not. <laughs> I'm gonna Sam. vote with Imran this time just because I don't know what is happens. There, I mean, if, if you can <laughs> feel bad, I don't want to. I, 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 like I, I, I can be swayed. Like, is there an, an argument you would make that um, Fire Emblem for Game Boy Advanced is an iconic game? It is above Fire Emblem. It took them 20 years to bring Red. that series to America, and when they did, they specifically made it for America. It's one of those like. It's. I think the GBA games have better animations than probably every other game since then. It's not about better. You guys have to remember. But I think more you're iconic. all nuts. And but that, Yoshi's no, more think, popular than all of these games combined. When, it was the biggest deal ever. When people think about old Fire Emblem, they think about GBA Fire Emblem. They don't think about SNES Fire Emblem. They don't think about GameCube Fire Emblem. No, they, they don't. The, I don't think about old Fire Emblem. They think about the 3DS Fire Emblem. Yeah. That's not old Fire Emblem. That's that, modern yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah, I don't think about that, old no, Fire that's what I was Emblem. I never think about old Fire Emblem, really. Like, Fire Emblem, for me, like it starts... When I think about when it when I think what comes to mind when I first think Fire Emblem, I think of the 3DS games or Smash. Awakening is the Final Fantasy VII of Fire Emblem. Yes, totally. Unfortunately, I, I, I wish a bunch of people cared about one, two, three, four, five, and six Final Fantasies, but they don't. Because for me, the argument for Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green would be that like yeah, they're the first Pokemon remakes, and yeah, like they like when you think Game Boy Advanced, like. Ruby and Sapphire and Fire, Fire Red and Leaf Green are the two first games that come to mind. I don't <laughs> really. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, to me, definitely. Mean, and it I could be, I think they it existed when you guys mentioned it. 
It could be an, an age thing also because I was definitely but the, like but of here's, that here's age. But the thing. Like I said earlier, it's not about quality. It's not about sales. But like right. those things do factor in. But like look when, at the sales. Those games sold so well on the Game Boy Advance. But Ruby outsold them. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, Ruby's like, like number one on this list. Yeah. What about WarioWare? <laughs> WarioWare, yeah, I think, is here for sure. I, I think WarioWare is here as well. Okay. So then, so then, yeah, but we we're, we're losing spots here. So I feel like with I think, this, I would, I would, I kick out both fire games if we're gonna do that. Like both that fire? is spite, but like no, I, I get it, I, and I'm I'm kind of with that uh, because I feel. What about Advance Wars? I I can see the argument. I I would want either Fire Emblem or Advance Wars on the list, but I think, I think Advance Wars, Wars is is a game that I, we, we keep on coming back to. It, it's like it's so wonderful and it's good, and we all talk about it a, a little bit now. But like at the time, it just wasn't. It wasn't the biggest deal on earth. Yeah, I no think I didn't I'm, care. I didn't know about Advance Wars until after the GBA, and it was mm-hmm. rare right away. It got expensive right away, which is not. Well, it a came good out on nine eleven. Iconic. Yes, that might have been the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to the GameStop and trying to pick up that game, and the GameStop clerk looking at me like, "Oh shit, did I just wrong? <laughs> you know what's happening right now? <laughs> go home. Um, get the right. Jay Z album, then go home. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Sun. Is there I, arguments oh, against it? No, I wouldn't. I, Again, it's like it's it used the weirder stuff for the GBA, so people knew about it. Like it was like, did you hear about the game that uses this stuff? Like that, like what was it, the light and dark stuff? That's the game, right? No, that's no you're thinking of Tie, yeah. yeah. Golden, Golden Sun, Sun was a great uh, RPG. It was like a Shining Force, okay. uh, ba- not battle system, but like it was made by Camelot, so it looked like Shining Force, mm-hmm. but was a traditional JRPG. Yeah, that was uh, everybody talked about that game. So Could you read all all what we got? Golden Sun, Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow, Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, Ruby and Sapphire. Fire Red and Leaf Green, WarioWare. I think Castlevania absolutely 100% has to stay. Okay. So then, of these, WarioWare, Golden Sun. Shit. Or Pokemon <laughs> games. <laughs> I, I, at, this point, wa- at this point, I, I would argue to take out Fire Red and Leaf Green. I could be fine with it. Or you could play as WarioWare. It's wrong. <laughs> but I can <laughs> put let it WarioWare slide. instead of Golden Sun. I mean, I, I just feel like those are, you know. So that, that's. I would put WarioWare. We now have Golden to cut Sun, one yeah. of these. Golden Sun. Castlevania, Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, Pokemon Ruby Sapphire, WarioWare. I think Advance Wars. God damn. I, I agree. There's no no part of that list I feel nice or happy cutting. Yeah. Well, like, clearly I don't know anything about Golden Sun, so you might as well just replace that with WarioWare. I would... I think I'll, I'll yeah. side with Blessing and go Advance Wars. Because I think it's either Advance Wars or Golden Sun, but I also I don't have a personal connection to Golden Sun like that. I just know how much people mm-hmm. like fight for that game. Yeah. That's iconic, then. All right, yeah. we're cutting out Golden Sun then. So the finalist is Castlevania: Hour of Sorrow, Metroid Fusion, Advance Wars, Ruby Sapphire, WarioWare. Great, nobody likes the list. Are you happy? Solid <laughs> list. Y'all happy? I it's solid. Democracy in action. Yeah, no every, one's happy. every single time we, we get to the final list, I'm like, these make sense. Yeah, these, these <laughs> are iconic it's fucking good. games. That's, that's the frustrating thing is that we like argue about this list for so long, and then we get to the list like, God damn it, these are all great games. This fucking sucks. So DS here. <laughs> Right. I hate great games. You, you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Actually, before we do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode of the Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by the Besties Podcast. You guys out there know that we love all things video games. We know that you love all things video games. So I want to tell you about a Spotify original podcast called The Besties. It is one of Andy Cortez's favorite podcasts of all time. It's just some best friends hanging out talking about video games. Sounds familiar to a lot of people. Am I right, Barrett? Yeah. There we go. Every Friday, the creators of the Adventure Zone, Justin and Griffin McElroy, uh, are joined by their two best friends and hardened video game reporters, uh, Russ 
Frustic, sorry, there's notes here of how it's pronounced and it's making me trip up even though I already know this. And Chris Plant, uh, to go deep on a single new video game. If you've been a fan of Polygon, you'll know these guys because they co-founded it. That's the whole thing. Uh, plus, the besties cover all the major moments in video games in 2020 from new console launches to Cyberpunk 2077 and beyond. Beyond. And at the end of the year, they do complete showdown, pitting all the top games of the year against one another to get to the top game of the year. It's pretty epic. And he's been talking about it for years. And that's the thing. Andy is a true fan of this. He's loved it forever. Always trying to get me to watch. And now I'm trying to get you to watch or listen. Uh, you can find the besties on Spotify, which also has your favorite podcast, including all of the kind of funny podcasts. Get on this Spotify podcast, baby. Uh, you can listen to the besties free only on Spotify. Listen to the besties free only on Spotify. Next up. Shout out to Booker Bo- Butcher Box. Shout out to Butcher Box. That's what it is. You love meat, right? I love meat. Kevin loves meat. Barrett loves meat. Everybody here loves meat. And I love meat one way and one way only. Delivered right to my door. And Butcher Box makes sure that that's how that happens. It's steak night. Is any culinary occasion more delicious? No. The answer is no. Uh, it has less marbling than a ribeye, but the texture is unbeatable. When we're talking about excellent steak here, the filet mignon. It's still missing the fat. There's nothing but a quick wrap and bacon won't fix, and that's what they do here with Butcher Box. All meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. Wow. It's packed fresh and shipped, frozen and vacuum sealed, so it stays that way. Uh, options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, bacon that's free of uh, nitrates and added sugar. They really thought all this through. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat around for just $6 a meal, and they even have free shipping nationwide except for Alaska and Hawaii. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you can get two filet mignons, a pack of bacon, plus $20 off your first box when you sign up now at butcherbox.com kinda or use promo code kinda at checkout. That's two free filets, a pack of bacon, plus $20 off your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com kinda or use promo code kinda at checkout. And finally, shout out to hymns. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35, and once you've noticed thinning hair, it could be too late. That's why you should get on this just like Andy Cortez did, just like Nick Scarpino did. Uh, it's the best way to prevent more hair loss to do something about it while you still have some. It's time to grab the new year by the follicles. <laughs> the hair follicles. There you go. Uh, Forums.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness for men. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. They keep everything discreet. There's no awkward doctor visits. You just answer some questions with the doctor online. Next thing you know, you're getting your stuff in a discreet box. It's all good. No worries. No concerns. You can dive into 2020 hair first right now. You guys can get started with the first month free. Go to forhims.com slash kinda. That's forhims.com slash kinda. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three-month minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash kinda. forhims.com slash kinda. Now back to it. Uh, DS. The original DS. New Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. I had that down too. It sucks. It also sold 40 million copies. It was under the highest bestseller on that system, too. Yes. That's crazy considering Brain Age is on it. I mean, might as well just put the Pokemon on there now. (laughs) Well, no Pokemon. Here is the question. I don't. Pokemon. I feel like this is the console gets interesting of which ones are the iconic ones? Black and white. Oh, I forgot I Black, Black and White, and White came out really on this one. There were a bazillion and a half Pokemon games on the system. <laughs> yes. We have uh, Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, oh, yeah. and Black oh. and White 2. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
DS sold a lot and it's lived for a very long time. This it, is a controversial thing. Maybe none of thing. those Pokemon games are, con- are iconic. I was about to say, controversial thing. It has a I great think, era in the 3DS. Though. I think that those are some amazing Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Hard Gold and Soul Silver are my favorite of all time. Yeah, I was going to say, don't like Pokemon fans. Like However, Black and, Black and White's Gold. my favorite of all time. Wow. I just it's don't. So I good. think that the DS is when you talk about iconic. I think that there's more games that are weird mm-hmm. that people associate Pokemon more with Game Boy and Game Boy Color yeah, and yeah. Advance even than things like Brain Age or Professor Layton or yeah. uh, Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Right. Oh shit, we actually have Phoenix Wright on here. Like, <laughs> those are the four the, right there already. The those DS are great. Is weird. Ones. Yeah, great. Mama. Those things sold that system so thoroughly at the time because they're talked about. Not just because it wasn't just sales numbers. So I have a list of ones. We're going to go down, and if you guys think, and I think yes, them. I'm going to bold it to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Nintendogs. Yes. yes. 100%. Mario Kart DS. I can't speak on it. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, It's a good too. game, yeah. but whatever. It's not like... It, it wasn't Mario Kart Wii. was console until it hit Switch. Like that it was, wasn't there totally a good Mario Kart on Advance, or am I crazy? No. There was mentioned it. a Mario Kart. Oh, did we mention it? Super it, Circuit. It's just like yeah, the yeah, Super, Super Nintendo Circuit. game where it has like yeah, mode seven it rotation. Mm-hmm. It's really I, I hate it. Oh okay. yeah, but that's uh, only because there was like at the time you could play Double Dash. Like it was yeah. crazy to yeah, play. Well, IGN game gave it a seven seven point nine though, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> Brain Age. You guys know who gave that game a seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get friend of the show. That's that's the joke, fucking friend. Brain Age. Yeah. I can't speak on it. I'd say yes. One of the most iconic games of all time. Uh, any of the Pokemon games? No idea. I'm gonna say no. Let's throw Black and White and Soul Silver on there just okay. just to talk about Black Mulder. and White has such good monsters in it. It does. It's my favorite, like because it was one of that first generation that went okay. Fuck all the rest of the Pokemon. We're starting again. Yeah, it's just 150. That's all you get for right now. Yep. That's exactly what I love about Pokemon. It's Chandelure. Animal Crossing Wild World. Yes. Really. It's one of the most popular. <laughs> It's a, it's a lovely, perfect handheld game too, and it's like you couldn't you couldn't get better. You thought until it came out in 3DS, and that was really good. Mario 64 DS. Mm. I mean, say, I'm gonna no, say it's terrible. iconic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's. It was I think a launch it's, title, so it's tied to it. But I think, I think it's oh, okay. I think it's infamous. I mean, yeah, people even avoided it at launch. What a dumb decision. Hey, man, you know the game that everyone loves, the analog stick <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, it also doesn't have an analog stick. You get a little thumb thing, though. They tried, If though. that game came out today, oh, it would be no really loved, thing. though. It was the stylus. No, there was a thumb yeah, thing. Yeah, there was a thumb oh, thing. Oh, that thing. Oh, yes. the piece yeah, of plastic. It, it came with a dumb piece of plastic yeah. that you can touch the but screen. You can but, like, the, the actual design parts of that game where, like, they're adding multiple characters and remaking the stars, that's super cool. There's a lot of I cool stuff in that game. I wish they would have, like, made that for a real controller. more levels in it, too. Yeah. You know that thumb thing came with the system with Metroid. Yes. The, it was a demo. As the, as the demo. Yes. Yeah, because oh. it was supposed to be like a first-person shooter uh, attachment. So like yeah. even using that for like Wario or for Mario wasn't like a, a big thing. It was kind of a hack to do this. Tangent, but could you imagine if they made a Super Mario 64, 64 Switch where it was like, hey, we're we're taking the Mario Odyssey engine and mechanics and putting that into Mario 64, yeah, or I guess putting Mario 64 yeah. into that? Yeah, oh, yeah. people have asked oh, for man. it. They oh, just, man. oh, man. I just want the castle back in that way. I mean, that's in Odyssey in a really cool way, but like, what if like that was the, the hub world again? Oh, man. I'm all, I'm very much into the Mario hub. God, look at this it. list. There's so many I'm going to say yes to. So there's two, two Zelda games Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, you can skip those. And Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks, I think, is fine. They're it's not great. iconic. Yeah, I, I, I actually love both of them, but yeah, they're, they're not iconic. How do, you, how do y'all feel about Chinatown Wars? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't think it's iconic. It's a pretty cool game. It, yeah, it's yeah. a cool game, and it you know definitely had moments. But like, I feel like when you really look back at the list, it's not. It's, it's not, not going to make there. it. Professor Layton, the Curious Village. I'd say yes. Just put it on the yeah. list for right now. Because I feel like it, it had that creativity that it could only have been on the DS. It was yeah. about you know 
puzzles and, and about touchscreen and about thinking. And that's like that whole brain age situation, like really, you know, became latent. Uh, professor, or no, yeah, wait. Phoenix Wright? Phoenix Wright. Yes. Ace Attorney. 100%. Kingdom you know what's Hearts. funny? I always associate Phoenix say Wright no. with like covering video games. Which Kingdom Hearts like, was that? When I started reading about games uh, like for 10 years, you know, IGN and, and the early sites that I was reading at the time, like when Phoenix Wright came out, everybody plugged that on the internet. Hmm. I didn't, I wasn't reading about it in a magazine. I always think about that. It's like people, that was kind of an internet sensation game mm-hmm. instead of like a hmm. print mag thing. That's yeah, what it flipped over for me. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, it was Kingdom Hearts. The one thirty-eight over six. Yeah, one fifty-eight over exactly. Two. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, no. no. Uh, WarriorWare touched. No, that's not. I mean, like, there's people love Twisted in the first one at the time, and, and Touched is so great, and I liked it better than those, but like, it wasn't beloved for some reason. It was a great cover, right? Yeah. Watch. When yeah. I think about WarriorWare Touch, I end up. I think I really liked it, but then I start realize I'm actually thinking of Rhythm Heaven, which is a much better <laughs> game. Yep. Yeah. Um, elite beat agents. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cookie Mama. Yeah, that's a really cute one to have on. I mean, but that was kind of like a Brain Age esque game that was trying to reach new audiences, right? Like that's what the DS really was good at. Yeah. With brain training and Nintendo Dogs, but I think Cooking Mama would be a third to those two hmm. to try to reach like basically non gamers. Any other games to add to the list? Uh, plenty. <laughs> Trauma Center. Mm-hmm. No. Any yeah, of the Castlevanias. What about Medios? Medios is also a good one. Sakurai made one. Uh, Disney Medios. Disney Medios, not Sakurai made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trauma Center, Medios, uh, a Castlevania, you said. But yeah, which, I which love one? I, I, I personally love Order of Ecclesia the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Da- Dawn of Sorrow is probably the most That's the loved. One. And it also has DS in the name. Yes. Yeah. But it also had like the that part time where people were like putting. <laughs> Every touchscreen thing they could do, yeah. so it had that dumb boss thing. So, so my thing with Castlevania is, I, I feel like it's more associated with the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it is. We're just I, getting out. I feel like it hit, hit, hit the Metroidvania stride on DS. Yeah, they were. I think they got very good, but boy, I there's just no think, good Metroids on DS. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. It's too bad. Um, anything else? Uh, Contra. Contra Four? Four. Yeah, the way forward one. I liked that game, but mm. Sonic Rush. What about that Star Fox game? <laughs> no. That was the only good Star uh, Fox game after the first one. That was not good. Wait, wait are you, no, it was are you saying 64 is? I did not like 64 it. 64 is okay, but like, mm. I think the Arsenal 64 is, a lot better. is way better. Yeah, but you guys you don't understand <laughs> what it was like to have a Super Nintendo and play a 3D game on it when all your friends were getting PlayStations. <laughs> Kirby Canvas Curse. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of, it was the, the game that showed the touchscreen worked. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. I think it's the only good Kirby game. Mm, that's... Mm. Tetris DS. Now, I like Dream the, the Dream Course too, but in terms of a ter- Kirby platformer, that one is so good. I might be on an island alone here. The world ends with you. Yeah, I thought somebody was going to bring that up. I, this serves a shout out, but mm-hmm. like I don't think it's going to get most iconic. It right? is. It is interesting to me because like it's been ported several times, and all those ports have been worse because the way the DS worked, you can't replicate that control scheme anywhere else nearly as well. Yeah. Like literally it's a D-pad in one hand and a stylus in the other. Yeah. And it just doesn't work without two screens making it work. What's the uh what's the Nintendo World Store exclusive music game that had a uh, little plant life and era uh, sea life Electroplankton. In it? Electroplankton. Jesus. Yeah. 
Deep cut. Fucking electroplankton. <laughs> you had to go to New York to Smash buy Brothers. it. There's a stage of Smash Brothers that <laughs> pe- pe- our streamers used to play on that stage because it's just a green screen. Yeah. So you can replace it with whatever mm-hmm. you want. God, remember so when all we had to play was Yoshi Touch and Go? You know what? I will stand by Yoshi Touch and Go as being pretty okay. I, I like it. It's an arcade game. Also, like, arcade games. Have you ever tried to play that game on a plane? Because the plane, if you blow into the mic, it mm-hmm. erases everything. That's right. So yeah. the plane's constantly <laughs> making noise to erase it. So it's like, this, like super hard eraser. mode. A game that I'm going to give a <laughs> shout out that uh, doesn't actually make the list, but I think gets way too much hate, is Yoshi's Island DS. Mm-hmm. It's you know what? It's, that got, it's got Baby Donkey Kong in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Baby Peach. So, like, Yoshi's not Island bad DS. is not good for a sequel to Yoshi's Island, though. True. That That's true. It's exquisite, and you, it should deserve a better sequel. The yeah, thing about yeah. that game, it was made by a lot of old Sonic Team people, and I mean, like, Genesis oh. Sonic Team people. So, it's actually one of the better 2D Sonic games. That's interesting. You know right? who made a Sonic game for a DS? Sega. Bioware. Oh, yes, they did. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> so, one of my favorite stories about Dark that game. Dark of something or other, right? Dark Brotherhood. You know, Dark Brotherhood. Before this, at, at, by my desk at work, I have two tubs of every single Game Boy Advance game and every single Game Boy Color game from IGN's archives. I had them pulled out of the library, and I just put them in tubs, and they're in these, this funny container by my desk. And I was looking through it today to bring some jokes onto the show, which I might have for later. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I found one, and it was a uh, Rockstar game for Game Boy Color. Licensed. Can you guess what it is? No. A licensed game. It's based on a movie. Is it's it Austin Powers. Po- Austin oh, Powers. Oh, right. That trivia thing. Made by Rockstar. <laughs> and with the Rockstar logo, like the contemporary, you know, Rockstar logo wow. right there on it. That's Isn't that nuts? So bizarre. Yeah. That was cool. All right, I feel like we need to start whittling this list down. Okay. It's, it's real long here. Imran, you want to add any more though? I'm still looking. There's a bunch of games I like I love that I would totally add. It just like Ghost Trick is a game that I'm I'm yeah. so fucking in love with. It just there's no well, way people that's call it iconic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, All right, so we, we still don't have RPGs on this list except for Pokemon, which is weird. But World Ends with You might be a good one for that. So New Super Mario Brothers, it makes the list. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of quality, I think. Nintendogs. I'm keeping quiet about Super Mario New Super Mario Brothers. Nintendogs right. was like the vanguard of the casual. Brain, Brain Age and Nintendogs. Both. Yeah. yeah. Then Brain Age. I think we're going to put one or the other. And I'd yeah, and I, I feel like at some point I'm, I'd go Nintendogs over Brain Age or even Cooking Mama. Guys, Brain Age melted the world. It did. It was on everything. Nintendogs was a completely different experience. It's just you, we think of them in that kind of non-game category. Blessing, what do you think? If you had to put Brain Age versus Nintendogs. Oh, Nintendogs easily. Mm. Yeah. So they both go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against that. Uh, Pokemon Black and White or Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Those just seem like lesser mons. Better mons. I think better mons. Less iconic, less iconic mons. mons. Yeah. Black and White's problem is it came out at the very end of the DS lifestyle, so it's our DS lifetime. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say it's iconic. I just think that when you think of iconic DS stuff, it's all tied to the touch ship because it did mm-hmm. so much unique things, right? But then again, the first one we put on this list was these were Mario Brothers. What about yeah. 120 <laughs> classic novels? Wait, that? was that a thing? What about yeah, they put they put on DS. Like Nintendo published a, a series. Of, well, it was like an all-in-one book series where you read on. You remember when you could turn it on the side and read it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what about cool. Clubhouse? The weirdly popular Clubhouse games. Oh yeah, Clubhouse games. <laughs> it was always in MPD numbers. Yeah, all the time. For like, it was like it was a top like ten darts and dominoes and stuff. Yeah, it was just garbage. It was like Nintendo made too. I it's think it was probably strange. like sold in like Walgreens, like at, you know in the pharmaceutical aisle <laughs> or something. Like, it was just everywhere. <laughs> but it like ended up being one of the best selling games of the generation somehow. So we decided to take the the Pokemon games off. I think so. 
I think so too. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Animal Crossing Wild World. I'd go all in on that. I mean, it's weird, but like it, it was it was the one. Was it the Until one? Until 3DS came out. But like, yeah, that's the thing. That's, each, that's my thing. Each is like, successive Animal Crossing has been more popular, except for the Wii one. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, I feel like people associate that game with DS. DS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, New Leaf was also extremely popular, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Just not. It, I think for me it feels weird, though. I know we just cut Pokemon, but the idea that Animal Crossing Wild World would get on there before Pokemon. Because Pokemon's Park iconic Golden. to Nintendo handhelds. I'm just not sure about the DS specifically. Mm-hmm. Even though it had so was, many of them, yes. this was the Animal Crossing that broke onto handheld, and it was just, it was just so exquisitely matched for that because of yeah. the menuing and like all the stuff. And also, like this is up. when Nintendo was being another big thing of like targeting women as like actual Which players of video of games, games on, on and that's what Animal Crossing was the tip of that spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Professor Layton in the Curious Village, I feel like we can just get ahead of this, and I would put Phoenix, Phoenix right, right yeah. over Professor Layton. Sure, I that agree. makes sense. It has more memes now. Uh, right? It does. I mean, that's, that's yeah, a real thing. totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cooking Mama. I think the function it served is better served by Brain Age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elite Beat Agents. I fucking love that game. Ostatake Owendon was one of the first games I ever imported. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably put more hours into those three games than I have almost any other rhythm game I've ever played. I will fight for Elite Beat Agents. I feel like it is a, a weird example of unique DS abilities tied with weird Nintendo shit. Yes. And it's just like people think, people love love that game. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's a cult classic, but it's the type of cult classic that even if you didn't play, you understand the memes yeah, of it. Yeah, I'd you back know you I mean? up on that. Yeah. Uh, Trauma Center. No, I, I think wouldn't say so. I love it. Second to Phoenix, it. Riot, and Layton. Yeah. But of, of the weird, uh, what would you classify those as? I it's guess like career a, games? I mean, Trauma <laughs> Center was like an arcade game that happened to have like a career surgery games. like aesthetic, but... Yeah. Medios. It came and went really fast, so I totally yeah. get it. But when there was nothing else out for the DS, thank you, Medios. It was an interesting mm-hmm. story because like, we would not have gotten Smash Brothers back if that game didn't fail. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> it did. <laughs> uh, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. I want to say yes, honestly. Yeah, I, I get it. I know we just put Ari of Sorrow on the last list, but Dawn hey, of Sorrow... there's no Metroids in this one, so you might as well. Yeah, yeah. Kirby Canvas Curse. I also want to say yes, but I think I'm outmanned on that one. Yeah, I, I would normally back that up. But I, I love these other games. Yeah, I think I, I think that it's on a top ten list, but like I feel five, it's not going to make it. I think of the, of the touchscreen traditional games, it's probably the best touchscreen traditional game, like best to represent the DS. Where you come in on this? I got no input. I'm, I'm not familiar. <laughs> okay. Tetris DS. Nah. It I, is my favorite version of It's Tetris. a great game, but yeah, I don't think that it's tied. I played it in line while waiting for my Wii. <laughs> uh, the world ends with you. 12 hours. Amazing game. I think pretty iconic. Like, could not, has not been done nearly as well as the DS. Yeah. But it does it one of the most iconic games compared to everything else on that list. Mm-hmm. I don't think Surprise so. Surprised it doesn't have sequels. That would have been a good indication. They just they, it, uh, re-released it, right? Yeah, they've teased sequels a couple of times and just never done anything with them. It's evil. We're, we're doing, we're doing pretty good here, guys. Three. Okay. We're doing pretty good. We have seven games. Oh, so man. We, we I only, thought you were going to say we had six. We only need to get rid of two. Okay. All right? okay. New Super Mario Brothers, Nintendogs, Brain Age, Animal Crossing Wild World, 
Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, Elite Beat Agents, Castlevania, Dawn of Sorrow. All right, I get rid we, of Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's I was going to say Animal Crossing can probably go. Okay. I think we drop Animal Crossing and Nintendogs. No, no. Nintendogs. Nintendogs. I think you guys like Elite Eight Beat Agents a lot. Yes. But that's not a. <laughs> that's kind of where game. I'm at, too. Mm. Like, Nintendogs is the one that stays. You guys I, made, you, like, dug, you dug your grave for this one. Iconic does not mean good. Yeah, that's true. I'm with that. Now, my thing is, though, and this is crazy, but I think Elite Beat Agents is more iconic to the DS. Than new Super Mario Brothers. Is. That's crazy. Mm, and that's I made this argument if, before. If you made that argument for Castlevania, I would agree with you. And well, Castlevania, I, I also think that. If you didn't have to write the sales numbers for ten years, <laughs> then you would understand. I I get it, but but I'm talking about salespeople the, the being tied to thing. And I think that the new mm. Super Mario Brothers thing. I made this argument last yeah. week for the the Wii and Wii U stuff. Mm-hmm. Too many of those games came out too close together that you don't associate them with the systems. It's just kind of a blur. This I one do, you do, though. This I just, one is... I don't know, man. I feel like for me, when I think of New Super Mario Brothers, I think of Wii specifically. Like, I what? still think that, yeah. That was but a that, hot seller, too. Proving my point. Yeah, it's it just like, seller. it's just kind of, everybody has a different but touchstone. Literally, we're putting a Castlevania on here that has a, the only difference in title is one word. Really? You know, like, Dawn of Sorrow versus Ario Sorrow. That's oh. like, we're... If we're differentiating oh, between based on like blurbs, all right. Like well, all, case, a lot of these things. New blur Super together. Mario Brothers well, only has one word difference. Too. I, I feel like <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers. I I get the it being an icon iconic game for DS more than Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow. Mm. I'm with that. Yes. I, I would say Elite Beat Agents beats Castlevania. Dawn of Sorrow. At this point, I think I I'm okay with losing Dawn of Sorrow. I love that game. Yeah, that's fine. And I think over Elite Beat Agents. I mean, I think mm. you. Uh, there's, you guys just like Elite Beat Agents. I like. Oh, I like. Nobody the argument, cares about that game. <laughs> I like the argument for Elite Beat Agents in the sense that, like, you know, I, you, you're kind of min-maxing a bit of like, oh yeah, not popular, but at the same time, it represents a specific thing about the DS that you can take, look at, it and be like, oh yeah, like this represents like the 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 weirdness, the quirkiness, but also like the functionality of the system. I can understand why you would, why you'd put it there. The motion carries. Okay. DS games are. New Super Mario Brothers, Nintendo Dogs, Brain Age, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, and what a handheld. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's pro- you can make the argument that the PS2 and the DS are two of the are the two best consoles of, like ever, like the original DS. Yes. As somebody who did not own one, isn't that exciting? You have so many games to catch up on. <laughs> I'm like, I don't that's know if I, I, don't I, don't I agree. Know I'm with you, man. I don't know if I'm with you. <laughs> but that's a good thing. You like have I didn't a whole, for a whole library of uh, of magic to explore. Don't start with those five. <laughs> um, 3ds. Another weird system. It is. I. I. You know. At least it had its own Mario game stuff like that. But uh, uh, there's. It's hard because we're still in 3ds to see what's iconic because some of the things we've been talking about weren't at the time. Yeah. So it's hard to look into that. I mean, I feel like Mario 3D Land is on that list. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's. It's great, and everybody played it. Mm-hmm. It's. It's great. What if we forget about it though. It's a unique type of Mario game, and mm-hmm. it. Utilize the 3D in a way that was like at least semi interesting. I want, yeah, I want to start off with a weird one: Street Pass mini games. Yeah, holy shit, that's a fantastic wow. answer. Yeah, you like it? Cool, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Street Pass. There yeah, you go. I could, Street Pass definitely. That's not Yut Saito made, but Yut Saito inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, Fire Emblem Awakening. Yep. Yeah, that's the. the I, I would I, Awakening over Fates. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Metroid Samus Returns. Ugh. No. It's fine. I, it I think fine. like it's the only 2D Metroid on there. It, I would say put a pin in it because it actually it does say Metroid is not dead. Because remember, there was that weird, not weird time, but the time the whole Metroid fan base lost our fucking minds 
when Federation Force was revealed. Yeah. And they, th- they saw it as a genuine slap in the face. Yep. And then Sabres Returns comes out. It's like, oh, actually, Metroid's not dead. Metroid's still But everyone's around. like, oh, but why is it not on the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind um, of a bummer graphic. So let's have the, the Pokemon conversation again. Yeah. X and Y, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. I think X and Y. I yeah, feel like sucked. X and Y makes, they did suck, but <laughs> I think they make the list. Mm-hmm. I would put Sun and Moon over it. Really? Just because, like, Sun and I Moon think was Alola their... Pokemon made a big difference. Sun and Moon mm-hmm. was their time of, like, hey, we're not as stale as it looks. Mm-hmm. We're still, like, it's hard to say because that game is, like, two years old. I feel like X and Y brought a lot of people back, though, that had not played the DS era at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when, at, being at IGN when it came out, like, everyone was playing it, and it was a lot of people that hadn't played since Ruby and Sapphire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. This is I have I don't have enough distance for Pokemon right yeah, now. Yeah, a lot of this one is hard to say because like it's I do have enough for Animal Crossing though. There we go, Animal Crossing, New Leaf, New Leaf. Mm-hmm. definitely. So I'm gonna th- throw in the Star Wars in Link Between Worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't know what to do I with that, that because I, I guess I think it's Link Between Worlds is, is sh- probably should be the choice, but I think the remakes are so good. I mean, that's, that. so that was what I was. Gonna I almost would make the argument that Ocarina of Time is more iconic than mm-hmm. uh, Link Between, Between Worlds. Worlds on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. What sucks is that that's that doesn't suck, but it's a good thing. That's the definitive version of that game now. Like it's the smoothest, best version with all the stuff in it. But yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I mean, I, I would don't hear know the arg- associate it with 3D. I would hear the argument for both. Honestly, I think so. Here's my argument. Like looking at the 3DS, I feel like so much of its library, especially in the early days and when it was first shown and first pitched, was kind of like here's a bunch of ports that we're doing that are being enhanced by 3D. We had Star Fox 64. We had uh, Zelda. When you look at those, though, I really think that Zelda was the one that they 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 marketed, they pushed as being like. This is Ocarina of Time, and so many people are going to play it for the first time. Yeah. Like obviously, we all love it from the N64, but it's like, it was a huge hit here, and it was associated with the 3DS. Well, I mean, like, mm. 3DS originally was this very cynical, like, I don't want to say cash grab, but it was a thing of saying, hey, all those people who grew up with the N64 are now, like, 20, 25. They've got money. Let's market towards them, which is why you had stuff like Ocarina and Star Fox. Yeah. But, it like, it's so similar. It's just Ocarina, again, with better graphics. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to put it above Link Between Worlds, which I is a you. fresh new you. Zelda. In a lot of ways, like a presenter to Breath of the Wild of them rethinking conventions of Zelda, of how they present that game. So can we skip Kart and Smash, even though those were big at really? the time? Because they so. didn't last. You know? Yeah. Mm. What's your argument? I mean, I don't have an argument for it. Yeah. I think yeah. Smash lasted for a month until the Wii U version came totally. out. Exactly. And then it was, was like exactly. the first portable Smash game should have been a much bigger mm-hmm. deal than it actually but was. But those were only like two of the games deal. we looked forward to the most. It just didn't, they didn't matter in the end. Totally, Iconic totally. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm just more, more so surprised because that being the first Smash on a portable system. I know. I feel like it, means it was something. a month out. Like yeah. That yeah. was the only. But that was, like, that was the that, big thing. Yeah, I bought it because I wanted to play Smash. And then like when the Wii U game came out, I never touched it again. I don't think I ever updated it again. <laughs> um, we got uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. I fucking love Kid Icarus. Wow, I've I think never it's, even heard that take. I think it's one of the best Nintendo games ever made. Did you made. get the thumb strap what? back out for it? No, I played with the... So I laid in bed, the and race. I had the DS, or 3DS on like yeah. balancing on me and just had the stylus like there. Yeah. That's the way I played it, so it did not kill my wrist. Mm. But in terms of design, writing, presentation, I think Nintendo has never made a game quite like that again. They certainly haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the game, too. It's interesting with the iconic conversation, though, because it's like, in a lot of ways, I, I think that there's many arguments that it is. Uh, you know, bringing a franchise back, making a franchise relevant for the first time. Mm-hmm. Early on in the system's life, like, one of the first games that, of consequence, really. On it was the one 3DS. of the first announced games, too. Like, I yeah. remember at the 
E3 a while ago and like, hey, here's Kid Icarus. And everyone saw that show. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And he had the pit had that Smash Brothers brawl kind of juice going into it. Yeah. And I feel like that really helped. I think it's a funny troll game. I think you should put it on the list. <laughs> uh, That's how you end up with it actually on the list. Steel Diver, another funny troll game. Oh, boy. But yeah. no, didn't last the test of time. No. Um, Bravely, Bravely Default. Default. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I think I, it's one of the... It, it's. I don't want to say it like started a JRPG or clash JRPG renaissance, but it was fairly popular in the West. And as a JRPG, mm-hmm. it got sequel. It had fans. Yeah, I just think that I can't imagine a world where I would put that and over any of the Pokemon games or any of the Zelda games. I I agree with Zelda. I don't necessarily agree with Pokemon. Yeah. Hmm. What else we got? I tried. Yeah. Ma- I tried to make this happen last week. Yeah. I'm gonna try it again. I'm not even gonna try it again. I'm just gonna float the idea. <laughs> Uh, Shovel Knight. Did we put it on Wii U or did we not? We did not. I tried so hard. <laughs> yeah. That's another one where I just think it's associated across everything. Yeah, it's hard. I didn't play it on system. 3DS. So I didn't play it on 3DS. It's either. hard for yeah. me to like associate it with that, but mm, I could see the argument, yeah. I just wanted to fold the idea. I'm not going <laughs> to fight for it this time because I, right, did, I right, also right. didn't play it on 3DS. I'm going to take New Super Mario Bros. 2 just straight off the list. Yeah. Right. That is a game that definitely is not iconic because it was too crowded. I really like that game because I think the coin collecting is super fun in it and it's it's really cool, but but it just came and went. So a question for you guys, just because I don't have the history here. Monster Hunter. Yes. What what consoles it associated with? Uh, PSP. Originally PSP. So when it came to 3DS, it was a huge fucking deal. Mm -hmm. Like that it wasn't going to Vita instead. Mm -hmm. 4 was the big change for that series and it ended up doing a lot of what World got credit for, but because it was on a handheld and because it was like so difficult to play one of those kind of games, it's not as well loved as you would think. It's what got me into the series as somebody mm-hmm. who like toyed around with previous games. But I w- I would definitely I could definitely see an argument for it to be on that list. Which one is the Monster Hunter Four Ultimate? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I don't know if Monster Hunter as an entire whole is iconic in America. I mean, it now it's the best-selling Capcom game ever. Yeah, but that's so. not saying much, you know. I mean, it is in any world where Street Fighter 2 exists and Resident Evil exists. Yeah, but it's not the best-selling Capcom game in America. It actually might be at this point. Street Fighter 2 is. Worldwide, easily, though. Mm. Hmm. All right, so... Also, I, I, we could talk about this all day. There's no way Capcom's numbers are accurate for things like Mega Man 3 and stuff like that. On every single cell phone, it was it was just like, that's crazy when they released those stats. I assume they forgot. Yeah, they, they forgot. <laughs> they totally <laughs> and Oh, I, yeah. Honestly, Mega Man Collection is an amazing 3DS game. shouldn't be on this list, but it's so good. So we got 12 games on the list now. So we got to start whittling down. Uh, Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. Mario I, 3D Land, they're gonna say. Fire Emblem Awakening. They're all first party. It's so funny. Metroid Samus Returns. That gets the cut. Yeah, it gets cut. I think, yeah, I think it gets cut. I can see it. Yeah. Bravely Default. I think it gets the cut. Yeah. Yeah. It was an itch game. Good, though. Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon X and Y. I would love to leave one of those. I think X and Y make it. That's fine. I really think Alola form Pokemon is a big deal. I think the problem is... They're they're in Pokemon Go? Yeah, that's the thing. Is that neither of these games are the most popular Pokemon game that era mm-hmm. is Pokemon Go was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Where you, you fall on the Pokemon track. I mean, I just, I, I haven't played either X and Y or Sun and Moon, but I do have, like, my friend Ian talks a lot about how Sun and Moon was the thing that, like, 
revitalized his joy for Pokemon because of the ways in which they like they did what Imran was saying, right? They made it not stale anymore. Where like they like they changed up how gym leaders work, right? They did the Alola form stuff. Um, and from what I understand, like he he fights for that game, so I can. I could see the argument for it, but also, like, I've not played an X and Y. And so yeah. If there are no Pokemon games, what do we have? Uh, if, if we were to leave the Yeah, map. Animal Crossing New Leaf. That yeah. stays. I, I think, think so, so, yeah. Uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. Okay. Debatable. I would sw- uh, That would be fine to have instead of a Pokemon for me. I think it's funny. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a bet. Because it was I a big that, flop. That Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Iconic flop. Ocarina of Time. Street Pass. I think Street Pass goes on there for sure. Yeah, me too. I love Street Pass RPG and all the stuff that was in there. It was great. I think Ocarina and Monster Hunter are a bit more iffy. So I say Wait, we caught so, them. So is there no room then? I mean, we're... We had 12 and we were like... Yeah, we're still whittling down. Oh, okay. So cutting those two then. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we Ocarina... Now, right? I'm still arguing Ocarina over Link Between Worlds. I would love that. Hmm. I think Ocarina got more push because Ocarina was the only thing they had for like the first year. And I think that <laughs> tied it to the system <laughs> a lot, it, you yeah. know? Um, so you have five bolded now? We have nine now. <laughs> oh, really? okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it gets, there's a couple that we can like cut out here. So, okay. Street Pass is a for sure, for sure. Yes. Well, let me rebold these, actually. So, Street Pass, for sure. What are other for sure's? Mario 3D Land. Yeah. And Fire Emblem Awakening, I think. Yeah, that's good. Sure. Yeah, if we're going iconic, I can see the argument for Awakening. Um, you had one other oh, that was Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. New Leaf. So there's really just one so slot. So there's one left. slot left. One slot left for Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. Link Between Worlds, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon X and Y, oh, man. or Kid Icarus Uprising. I think Link Between Worlds is that game. I think I you guys, I, I'm going for Kid Icarus. I, I, I hate I for Kid, Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus over Link Between Worlds? Yeah, man. Yeah. From being tied to the 3DS, like for how much like they yeah. talked about the game, it had its own peripheral. <laughs> I, I guess I'm thinking one. more from a, co- a quality perspective, but yeah, yeah. yeah I you think gotta Kid separate quality out. I don't know about that one. I like for Link Between Worlds being like the one unique Zelda for 3DS. I feel like that game. I re- like I remember that game coming out and the reaction it got because people were like blown away by it. It was GameSpot's game of the year. They didn't like yeah. the graphics. Did they I mean, not? it was 3DS. No yeah, one liked any graphics on that thing. Yeah, it, it was wasn't like, about that. It was with the style. Everything looked like a little toy, but it looked not yeah. like a good toy. Like it looked like crappy. But also, like that came out at a time where what was the other Zelda that 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 came out near it? Like, was that um the motion control Skyward Sword? Sword? Wasn't that like the last Zelda we had gotten before that? And so we were already kind of soured a bit. I mean, Wii there was Wind U. Waker on Wii U, which is really good right That's around that fantastic. time. Fantastic. Was we was that before or after this? I feel like between right worlds is the bottom of all of these. Really? Yeah. All right, we're we gonna do. A I vote? think that's insane, but I think Kid Icarus edges out like between worlds. And I'm siding with Imran this time. All right, Kid Icarus, it is. I told you it was a troll choice. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It just be had fine. to be a really good game. Oh, man. And I feel like Pokemon X and Y would have been above that, but y'all beat me to that. So, so I brought a special surprise. Are we ready to move on after this list? Bust it out. Okay. You can read the oh, list Oh, the list first, is though, Super yeah. Mario 3D World, Fire Emblem Awakening, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Kid Icarus Uprising, and Street Pass. Cool. All right. Well, I brought the worst Nintendo handheld game of all time, the least iconic. It is... Whoa. Fun Water Squirter. That's Whoa. right. This is not only a bad game. You can see this is a Game & Watch. A Nintendo, but we didn't talk about Game & Watch. But those are Nintendo handheld systems, and the best of those would be hard to get at. Probably Zelda, Donkey Kong, and maybe Octopus, which this is imitating. I bought this in Chinatown pretty recently, and uh, which doesn't make any sense because it's uh, supposed to trick you into squirting water in your face. 
Can I just wow, point out wow. how much I love the guy on the front? Like the kid, like <laughs> he's just so terrified. So not, it's only, water. not only is the game <laughs> lying because it says it's fun, but it sprays you in the face when you're trying to play with water, and then the game just doesn't look that fun to be with. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. Fun the least water iconic Nintendo the least game iconic of all time. I could come up with today. I love wow. it. So Sam, you actually have to get out of here. I do. Go back, do some official IGN work. Yep. Thank you for, of for coming through. And for I want to say, if you, uh, I, I'm on Game Scoop all the time. That's the show that I do uh, at IGN, and we talk about stuff like this a lot. So come check that out. But we're gonna be at PAX at the uh, end of this month on 29th Leap Day live 7:30 at PAX East. Should be fun. There we go. Thank you so much for for coming sure. through. Thank Hope you so to much see for you having soon, me. man. Now we're gonna talk about Switch right. games, All though. Right. Do I do I get to actually leave in real time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna think about how I'm gonna make my escape. Thank <laughs> you so much. Right. Thank Thanks you, everybody listening and watching too. Appreciate it. Sure time. See you later, dude. Switch. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh yeah. Easy. See, uh, this one is gonna be. Every think, time we say it's going to be easy, no, I'm not, it ends up being no, really I, goddamn hard. I think hard. this one has two very easy ones, and then the rest is going to be like a bloodbath, I think. Okay, okay. So, like, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey are, like, are, the, are the two. Absolutely. And then from there, it's mm-hmm. like, what are the con- what's the conversation we're having? So, what, do we, what represents Switch? Is it Nintendo games? Is it indie games? Like, cause, cause, and that's my argument. It's, it's anything that's you my associate argument. with. It goes back like, to the definition of iconic. Smash Ultimate, I would also say, is probably, like, another lock. Yeah, Smash yeah. Ultimate is, like, honestly probably the most iconic Nintendo Blood game. Two. Period. I, Splatoon 2, I, I, I don't... I, I think there's a conversation. There's a conversation about Splatoon 2. I, I think Splatoon 2 is absolutely a conversation. I think it is I think probably going to make the list. I think there's a conversation for Celeste. Here's going to be a controversial one. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. No, that's not even controversial. I think uh, really? I think Okay, yeah. then never mind. It's not that's, controversial I mean, at fucking all. Like, yeah, so I, I, I like your Celeste, though. Yeah, because like here's the... Like, I think for... This weird place we've been in for the last two to three years, right, with the Switch. Switch has been identified with indie games more mm-hmm. so than the other consoles. Yeah, because right? everything is like, oh, I'd love to play this on a Switch instead. Yeah, and so now that we now that the like we have the Switch and you know indie games are have been coming out pretty rapidly over the last three years. Like it has Switch is the indie game console. Like it's indie games, it's Nintendo games, and then it's like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, and so let me let me throw some shit at you though. Mm-hmm. I love Celeste. But I do think that there is one more iconic. I'm game. with you, Sonic Mania. Put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love Sonic Mania. I was gonna say Fortnite. I was also gonna say Fortnite. I was gonna say in terms of the, the what you're talking about, the indie game, Celeste, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Golf Story. God bless you. Because I making, feel, you're I feel right like now. Golf Story was early enough in the Switch's life cycle. It was hyped up enough uh, from the indie perspective and from how Nintendo pushed it that I feel like it is associated with the Switch so strongly. Yeah. Where I can see an argument that Celeste isn't. Tied specifically to the Switch, mm-hmm. even though we most people first saw it from. Yeah, Direct. I feel like wasn't Golf Story specifically exclusive for the Switch? Yeah, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in terms of it representing indie games, and at that point, just games on Switch, because mm-hmm. for a while it was just kind of like mm-hmm. it's Breath of the Wild and whatever comes up on the eShop. In that same vein, I haven't played Steamroll Dig Two. But I feel like you could make Steamroll Dig Two is a perfect game. I feel like you could even make a better argument for Steamroll Dig Two. As much yes. as I prefer over Golf Story, yes. like I prefer Golf Story. Um, really, I yes. love Golf Story, but Steamroll Dig Two. I we're think not of, talking quality. No, we're I talking th- iconic mm-hmm. iconography. Yeah, I think I. I hmm. Honestly, I don't. If when you talk about Steamroll Dig, or not, sorry, if you talk about Golf Story today, I don't think anyone necessarily like. Or when you talk about Switch, I don't think anyone goes Golf Story. That's the one. Yeah, I think that's my thing too. I is definitely like, don't think anyone does Steamroll Dig. 
I would, too. I would put Celeste above both of those personally. I mean, I would put Celeste. But I would probably put Cadence of High Rule in terms of iconic above all three of those. No. I don't know if it no, hit no, the way it should have hit though. No, it doesn't matter about hitting. It's the it was the game in you the know, game even, Nintendo even went like, hey, here have fucking Zelda. Yeah, but my argument to that is like in a couple years if i mention it i, I if i'm like hey what's the zelda game on a switch i don't think pe- majority of people would if you say what it. was that rhythm zelda game on switch people will be like oh fucking yeah hell Kings of hyrule <laughs> i mean if you, if you go what was that go- or that golf game on switch you'd be like the one that was in the firmware do you mean sports story that was newer yeah i I'm, <sighs> I, I would like also put hollow knight above both of those two <laughs> for switch though yes didn't it came out of things it came on PC first, but it, I think it hit its like its big thing with Switch. I'd give it to PC. Yeah, that's my thing too. As I I don't really associate how like Steam World Dig Two. I I specifically associate with Switch in a way like Golf Story Two or Golf Story also. Um, Hollow Knight for me is like one that's probably similar to Celeste where it came out on multiple platforms, but like yeah, people played it on Switch because it was it was. Um, uh, because it came out on Switch, but at the same time, I feel like Celeste specifically, it not coming to PC first and it coming cross-platform everywhere, I feel like made made that game kind of shine. Also, uh, Nintendo had it in their like year year opening direct, their like direct mini or whatever. The indie world. No, I think it was literally called like a oh, direct. Right, the, oh, the mini. Golf Story one, or Celeste? Are you talking about Celeste? Because Golf Story was in the Nindies. Celeste was at the like year beginning one where like we saw it and we we're like, what's Celeste? And then it came out, and we we're like, "Oh, this game is awesome." I would say Hollow Knight represents that that thing that's been happening with Switch. Of okay, yeah, this cool indie game seems cool. I want to play it on Switch instead. Hmm. I'd also say Sonic Mania is in that conversation too. I love, I fucking love Sonic Mania, but I, I don't know, man. Dude, I think Sonic we, Mania was a revolution. When we get just, it was a force, not Sonic Forces. I mean, it was <laughs> absolutely not a revolution. That's why it was good. True, I love it. Now. Going through first-party titles, because I feel like that's kind of the big stuff. Yeah. Super Mario Maker 2, Pokemon Let's Go, and Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't think Mario Maker makes it, I don't but either. I think there's an argument for Let's Go and Sword and Shield. What are your thoughts? I agree with both of those. Both of what Blessing said. I'm just trying, like, mentally going over the games that came out this year. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Three Houses, yeah. I don't, I th- don't think so. I don't uh, think so either. <laughs> you said it. It was your suggestion. Well, well I said it as, for, to be in the, to be yeah. the conversation. Uh, do, you, do you think it's one of the most I, iconic? I think so. I think it represents, like, it was probably Nintendo's biggest game this past year. Not in terms of sales, but in terms of, like, game critical quality. Like, yeah, being critically received. But now let's go back to this, though. Would you, like, looking at the early days, Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2 or Fire Emblem Three Houses? I go Splatoon 2. I mean, in terms of iconic? I would yeah. say Fire Emblem Three Houses. For I, Between Splatoon 2 and Fire Emblem. But I also don't think either of them make it in the end. Yeah. I think I'm on the opposite problem. Is I, I would think they both make it, but I would put Fire Emblem above Splatoon 2 for me. See, what I'll put above both, Octopath Traveler. Literally, I mean, isn't that the same Bravely Default conversation we had, though? Yeah. Is it? I think so. I think I missed the Bravely Default conversation because <laughs> it's was. like it, it's great and it definitely like was a, a big deal, but mm-hmm. I don't think that like when you you can't compare that to the Pokemon games or to Splatoon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What about Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite when that came to Switch was I, I feel like a turning point for a lot of people. I think Fortnite is iconic. It's hard to say because it's like the biggest game in the world right now. Yeah, like. I, I don't think that in, in the future people are going to look back at the Nintendo Switch version of Fortnite. I think more people play, iconic to play it on system. their phone than they play it on Switch. 
But yeah. I think I mean, that people it, play it everywhere else. Yeah, I, I, I think Fortnite is one of those games that just transcends. It did have its moment though at E3. Yeah, like it had that. its, and that was the, and that was actually to even bring the argument further, right? That that game coming to Switch and then being cross cross play. Yes, and Microsoft and Nintendo making that commercial of like play like play together, and then that caused a whole conversation in the industry and had everybody looking at Sony like, "Yo, what up?" Right, and now we're we're getting games like Call of Duty being cross play because of that moment. Yeah. In and that so vein, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, go, go ahead. Uh, Minecraft. I, no one associates that with Switch. Lots of people do. No way. It is one so. of the no best way. sellers on the system. Yeah, but that's not a. That's people play it. And that's when we're talking about like the, the crossplay thing, that was what that commercial was actually for. Was Microsoft and like the green and red together, mm-hmm. the play together thing. That was for Minecraft. Was it not for Fortnite? It I guess it was. Fortnite. Fortnite did also do like play together stuff, but okay. not that specific. I mean, it's it's funny though. Like with the Switch, like looking at this list in front of me, it looks like we have about like thirteen here. Oh. Yeah, I just feel like and looking at it started. when it comes to like like there's it does feel like there's more clear answers than than we've seen before. Because like even just the top of what I have here: Splatoon two, Smash Ultimate, Mario Kart eight Deluxe, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild. I feel like that's such a good starting lineup to mm-hmm. compare mm-hmm. things against. Yeah, I'm gonna throw one in there that. There can be a decent argument for Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. That's what I was thinking of, too. It's actually a really good game. It's just, so good. But it's just like, I remember when that thing leaked and people were like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. What is, it, what is this Princess Rabbit? Yeah, I was like, like offended <laughs> when I saw it. I was like, oh, no, not these guys. Yeah. Not <laughs> these guys. <laughs> and these then the guys actual, with my beloved Mario? No. And then the game came out like three months after that. And yeah. it was fucking amazing. It was great. Yeah. yeah, everybody was saying it was amazing. I never played it because I was like, no, I refuse. But I heard great things. Dude, no, it's, it's real good. <laughs> but I, I just don't think it's on the level of the five games I mentioned. Yeah, that's the I problem. Would put, I mean, I what's like the argument for Splatoon 2? Because for, for me, as somebody who I've only played the demo of Splatoon 2, right? Like, it struck me as just more Splatoon. It didn't really struck, strike me as anything too unique or special or iconic. That's uh, So it is iconic. I don't think it's too unique or special. It's a problem. Because it was that first year Switch game that was like, oh yeah, Splatoon's really popular. We're just going to carry over that momentum from Splatoon mm-hmm. 1. And they did. And it the, became, uh, sold really well. It became very associated with that console. Uh, I still associate... I mean, I, I guess I, I, I associate Splatoon with both Wii U and Switch, but not like yeah. Switch specifically. I like mean, Mario I, I Kart 8 Deluxe, I feel like, is even more so... It's a weird one. It's, I, it's, Mario Kart Deluxe, I think, is on the list. Yeah, yes. I think it's definitely on the list over Splatoon 2. And I don't know. Best selling Switch game. And I don't know if that's a thing of Split, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe coming out in launch. Was it launch window or at launch? Launch window. It was launch window. Launch window. Like, window. I don't know if that was. Yeah, it was launch, launch window. I don't, I don't know if it was if it's that, the fact that it came out months before Splatoon 2, or the fact that it's like the best selling You bring game up a good console. point, though, about Splatoon, where, and not that this necessarily means it's not on this list, but I think there's so many games yeah. that, that could be that it would push it off but Splatoon I do associate so much more strongly with Wii U mm-hmm. than with yeah. Switch it was on our Wii U list for sure because I, I, I yeah. like if I'm looking at Nintendo games right like Luigi's Mansion 3 I'd probably put above Splatoon 2 no way no no way I was thinking about Final Three that. Houses I'd probably put above Splatoon 2 I, I can't imagine that argument has really? Oct- has Octopath Traveler been thrown yeah. 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 okay okay um Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3, I, I'm going to give a shout-out to you. That doesn't go above anything, but shout-out to it. What about <laughs> Dragon Quest? Mm. I have 60 hours in that game. Yeah, I'm but I don't think not it's even associated halfway. with Switch. I think like, a lot they of people that, play it on Switch. They, they push, push that it. game super hard. Like, but, yeah, literally, I feel like that's almost they like Skyrim. Put a, they put a character in Smash Brothers just to sell that game better. <laughs> yeah, Smash Brothers is like... You could say that about almost any franchise at this point. <laughs> I say shout-out to Skyrim and Rocket League. Mm, oh, Rocket League. That's a good one. 
and a game nobody played, but I played and loved Floor Kids. Floor Kids is cool. <laughs> yeah. Dope. What about Goose Game? No. But it transcended yeah, it all. On it doesn't transcend over <laughs> Celeste, even SteamWorld did. No, Groot Game is not a good game. It just yeah. it was like when you get Chrissy Teigen like tweeting about it multiple times, I feel like. Do it, you know what she also tweeted about though? Luigi's Mansion Three. She does. She's she really, cosplayed. She really Luigi's fucking loves that game. Yeah. So all right, we got. I feel like there's four spots then that we're not denying at all, which are Smash Ultimate, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah, that's Splatoon right. Splatoon is the only one that, that we're I'm iffy on. about it. I'm iffy about Splatoon. So that means we have one spot left I mean, honestly, for like 18 games. So I think it might be one of the Pokemons, as basic as that sounds. No, I agree with you, but I want to... And I would. I don't want it to be. But so, like my hot take would be, I'd probably say let's go over Sword and Shield. I would say Sword and Shield over Let's Go, honestly. But I would say I, the reason why I, I I don't say Sword and Shield is because of how much, like the one of the controversy around it, I feel like makes it not like the ubiquitous like amazing Pokemon game that we all sort of. Yeah, but the wanted. controversy was nothing. Like, yes, it didn't have the national deck stuff, mm-hmm. but also Pokemon Let's Go only had the first one fifty anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I I feel like. Like it's Sword and Shield over Let's Go, and I think a lot of that comes down to the fact of how many people. It, in the same argument I made for X and Y, it's like Sword and Shield brought so many new people, or not new people, old people back for the first time that mm-hmm. haven't played maybe since the GBA. Yeah, you but know? for me, I came back and I was like, "This is fine." Like I, I came back and yeah. I wasn't necessarily no. like. I think Sword and Shield is not a good game, mm-hmm. but I think it's more iconic to the Switch than Let's. But Go I is. think the reason why I, I, I think Let's Go also is one is it is the first 150 Pokemon, right? Which I think allowed a lot of people to come back and be like, "Oh yeah, I get to re-experience this thing again." Um, but also, it's like a new version of Pokemon. Like it's a it's a new spinoff or whatever you want to call it, right? A new branch mm-hmm. of Pokemon. But that it's is a something branch unique that nobody really wanted and i think feel like when you I mean, start looking yeah. at it it's like you look at the go you look at pokemon go compared to this go is obviously so much more iconic just as a pokemon game than let's go like let's go did really I mean, well yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of people who feared that that was going to be the new direction of pokemon once it sold that well yeah. but then sword and shield sold better sold way 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 better mm-hmm. like i think it's like 11 million to 16 million yeah and when you're looking at the month difference there it's like we're talking about lifetime for let's go of having a year on a game that we're talking about already beating it by five million in a month mm-hmm. total, you know. In that again, respect, Luigi's Mansion. That argument can also be put for that. But but that's my, but the difference there though is we're talking about Pokemon numbers, not Luigi's Mansion numbers. Yeah, but Luigi's Mansion like in five years, Luigi's Mansion two did not sell what Luigi's Mansion three did in a month. Yeah, but which still, is still fu- mm-hmm. like which is not to say it should be on the iconic list. I'm saying like, wow, numbers are fucked up. People yeah. buy a lot of games. Well, the Switch, too, is just like, you know, more people. I feel like the Switch has reinvigorated people's interest in mm-hmm. Nintendo in yeah. so many so many ways where so many Nintendo diehards are going to buy everything no matter what. But the Switch is the thing that's getting people in where they're like, I, went, oh, I didn't buy a Wii U. I didn't. I, mm-hmm. the, I gave up after the Wii, you know. I went through my account, my like my main account, not my review account of like my games on there. I have 64 games with a Switch. Which in three years is a lot. That's a huge amount of games for a system. Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about Nintendo Labo? Came and went. And I know that's there are different games within Labo, right? Yeah. Like and so we can't really count it as giant one. Giant Row. I I, I guess count it as I mean, one. we put Street Pass as one game. Like it's fair. Yeah. I would put like one two switch over Labo though. Well, that was gonna be the next thing I brought up. What about one two switch? No one like no one no one associates one two switch with switch except to laugh about it. I mean, but that's still like an icon. But even then, it's not even a good laugh. It's more of like a, huh. 
<laughs> like they put this in the voucher program, really? You can, like you can milk the cows, though. We can. Yeah, it's true. If they, I, that's a game that they should have probably packaged in or not put out. But if anything, packaged in with the yes. Switch. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna name the four games that are on the list. Mm-hmm. I am then gonna name all the rest of them, and the three of us need to, in our own heads, choose the one that we think is that fifth, okay. and then we'll say what they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Top four we got right now: Smash Ultimate, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild. Which of these games, to you, is the fifth that belongs on that list? Hold on. Before we start reading the full list, can I throw one more out there? Yes. Stardew Valley. Mm, I thought you were going to say Ring Fit Adventure. This is just convenient timing. I it love was it. Not. I fucking <laughs> love it. It's prophetic. Splatoon 2. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Golf Story. Celeste. Steam World Dig. Sonic Mania. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Octopath Traveler, Minecraft, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Luigi's Mansion 3, or Stardew Valley. Oh. Do we not have Link's Awakening? No. We're not going to. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on the count of three, oh, man. we're going to say our game. One, two, three. Celeste. Celeste. Two. Celeste it is. Yeah. I was between Celeste and Octopath, but. I was between Celeste and Fire Emblem, but I think Celeste gets it for me. Yeah, and I even like I hot take. I like Golf Story more than Celeste. Like I really like Golf what? Story, dude. Golf Story is incredible. <laughs> Celeste it's is perfect. not Celeste, Celeste is also great. Yeah. Like Celeste is also incredible. Celeste is a ten out of ten. Golf Story is like a eight point five. Smash I mean, Ultimate, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Celeste. Again, fantastic list yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, ladies and like, gentlemen. Yeah. That has been the most iconic portable Nintendo games. Yes, we included the Switch as portable because it's both. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were you about to say, Imran? I was gonna say you could just. Buy these games and you'd be set for the next five years. Yeah, like of all the lists we've made, just buy those like five games per system, and you you'd never have to play, or not never, but you would not have to play another game for a long time. So we're about to get into the post show. We're gonna get, do a little bit of uh, predicting the future, kind of like we did the Xbox thing. Uh, do we think any future Switch game will break? Into this top five, oh. it's gonna be fun stuff. So Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Game supporters, you can go check that out. For everyone else, until next time, love you. <laughs>